on this episode of the Star Wars Time Show. Matt Nick will honor those Star Wars characters who probably celebrate 420. Bong! In all seriousness, they will guide you through the latest round of Star Wars news and rumors, including more fuel to the Crosshair Breaks Bad prediction they made, as well as the fact that a Battlefront 3 announcement could be nigh. They'll also talk about a potential rival gang leader in Book of Boba, as well as the notion that Ryan Johnson wants to try out some Star Wars TV. As long as they aren't executed for that last topic, they'll also riff on another Kenobi set leak. And of course, Matt will drool over the latest round of new Star Wars collectibles, including a must-have Hot Toys live-action Ahsoka and the new TCW Black Series figs. Of course, they'll end with the fan segment by updating the Marvel v. Star Wars battle bracket, responding to fan responses while also making fun of them, and honoring this week's top 5 Star Wars fan artist features. Punch it, Chewie! Everybody, welcome to. See, I caught myself this week, Nick. You did. You welcome caught it. to instead of welcome back. Yeah. All right. I, I really need to work on that because as we have decided, my intro was rather moronic. <laughs> at least if you if you break down the English sentence that I speak, because you, you can't welcome someone back to a brand new something. Yeah. But we can welcome them to. A brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show. That's right. We're doing it on 420. Whoa. Fake Earth Day, whatever you want to call it. We Day. Yes, at one point in time, Nick, in college, I wrote <laughs> an English paper on the origins of 420 nice. and how it became ingrained in weed culture. Uh, so you can you can probably guess what I was up to. <laughs> Matt was on back the, in those days. <laughs> he was riding the dragon during the the writing of that essay. He was. It was cra- like, and it, it was a perfect class too because my English teacher, you could tell, was a full on hippie. Yeah, and this was like real college English. Like it wasn't just a one page. Like you had to write the paper. You had to you had to interview people. And my the topic I chose was the origins of four twenty. And how it relates to marijuana culture, I guess we should refer to it by its uh, legal name or cannabis, yeah, its scientific cannabis. name. So uh, yeah, happy 420 to those of you out there that partake in the green good. Uh, life is good when it is green. Uh, if you believe in a god, he made that shit grow out of the earth, or she did, so... But you, you, you can't really knock it. Yeah, no, that is booze is not natural. Although we love it, it is not natural. But the green is. Yeah. So we speak your name, four twenty, and we have we have like a little bit to go on on four twenty in Star Wars. But but we'll get to that in a bit. Yes. Um, on a four twenty, we should try to be peaceful and mindful of the living force. But the first thing I want to rant about today, <laughs> it's not really one of our topics. Doesn't really. Um, coincide with that mantra nick because i was watching i'm doing my clone wars chronological okay uh we're we're midway into season four now where they actually did start to deliver the episodes in a chronological order somewhat uh, but they're, they're still there uh, it looks like i am going to get uh, out of place towards the end of four but anyways 
I'm in the middle of four, watching it with the family, sitting there and processing this. It was a three three episode arc, and the arc I'm referring to is when I, I believe it's it's uh, GK, mm-hmm. Anakin. And Ahsoka, and they go to this planet where there's other Togrudas, and the Togrudas get kidnapped by Zygerian slavers. Okay? okay. So that that's essentially the first episode. Yep. The second episode, the Jedi go to Kadava or whatever planet these, these people were enslaved at to try and free them. And here's where things really start to get fucking stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. And yes, I understand it's science fiction. Yes, I understand it's a it's a kid's cartoon. But I can't tell you how dumb this this three episode arc truly is if you just sit there <laughs> and, and think about what is happening to some of the most powerful beings in the galaxy. All right. Yeah. So, Nick, by episode two, they, they, they go to this planet. Kenobi's enslaved, lets himself get locked up, puts a slave collar on him. He's getting beat beat down other people the other slaves are getting beat down in front of him i believe people are even getting killed in front of him he's doing wow. nothing doing nothing he's he's maintaining his cover so you're starting to think like what the, what the fuck like is this is this uh, energy necklace force resistant why why how could a jedi master let himself get get captured even if it is like undercover it, just I the mean, shit he was letting happening a jedi would not let happen there so weren't the even thing, any like, ray shields around Thank you. Thank you. Because we know Jedi are smarter than that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So Anakin, he's playing a slaver, which I kind of like. That that was a cool idea. You you take the only slave, like the famous slave in Star Wars, and make him play a slaver. He's obviously going to have a hard-on for slave traders, so you know things are going to get wonky. And they do. He ends up getting found out, and he becomes essentially the personal slave of the Queen of Kadavo, the Zygerians, or whatever. So now you have Anakin fucking Skywalker, the chosen one. (laughs) Not able to save anyone because he is locked up himself or he is being constrained by this queen of the slave traders. Okay. And, and while this is happening, he allows Ahsoka to get captured due to the ruse. So now she's sitting in a cage with the same uh, electric necklace that Kenobi's wearing. All right. So we have three of the most powerful and famous Jedi of all time. Not even that era, right? Of all time. Yeah. Kenobi. Skywalker Tano. She still was a Jedi at this point. Yes. Nick, it's like the whole second episode, (laughs) they're just getting abused like they're you and me. Like they're just regular (laughs) schmoes. Like they have no fucking connection to the Force. Okay? I'm trying to like think of a reason why they they would subject themselves to that. Is it like... I mean, for Kenobi, I could see it because he's like, man, the only way that I could really get out of here is I would have to like kill my way out. And maybe he wouldn't want to do that because he's like one of those, you know, those walk the line Jedi. I'm not going to, you know, no violence. And it was a it was they, they were trying to do some undercover. But still, if you're undercover and, you know, by yourself, you could probably take out every fucking guard. Yeah. You don't have to kill them. You know, force push him around, Just, yeah. mind trick him, incapacitate something, and it's not like, even like a cage can hold a Jedi. Like a like a like a jail cell is not going to hold a Jedi. You, you can literally you. just push the fucking gate thank off. You. Okay, thank you. You're starting to understand my frustration. <laughs> uh, 
So, so yeah, they're, they're locked up like Kingdom of Weird saying in the live chat, maybe, you know, Kenobi was getting his kink on. I don't know. <laughs> but Nick, I'm telling you, by the end of the second episode, shit's dire. Like Kenobi looks mentally broke. Yeah. It, it, like he's no longer he's no longer uh, undercover like they, they know he's a jedi they, they, they're, they're just fucking with him like they are breaking him mentally so I'm, I'm sitting here going what the fuck is going on kenobi just be kenobi yeah so we get into episode three where shit's really hitting the fan it's so bad that the <laughs> jedi on coruscant are like you know what we probably should send a, a, a fucking expedition there to save these assholes who got themselves in trouble yeah because apparently <laughs> the, the the three strongest jedi or close to can't fucking handle themselves anymore against slavers that put electric collars on their necks so not only is their ruse fucking them up they're involving the damn republic now i i believe it was plo i don't know if may showed up but like they're sending other masters to go help out this for this failed plant and here's where shit just (laughs) it it confirms that these three episodes are kind of ridiculous maybe filoni was was on lsd i don't know what's going on maybe lucas was doing the writing (laughs) it it makes no sense because here's where shit just you're just like what so uh, maybe it's halfway into the third episode, the final episode of this arc. Kenobi just is like, okay, I'm going to force pop my collar off. He fucking could do it the whole time. <laughs> then he's just figured out. He's like, oh, wait, I'm a Jedi. <laughs> this is well, yeah. nah, nah, you get it. I mean, I know, you know, I kind of, I kind of over-exaggerate things on the show because I don't just want to be a monotone, uh, you know, Star Wars fan podcaster. But the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, hey, you can ask my wife. By the second episode, I'm looking at her like, what the fuck is this? Like, you can't keep a Jedi in a cage with a fucking electric necklace. Don't they know about the force? And sure as shit, Nick, it's not like anything changed. He's just like, oh, there you go. Hello there. (laughs) And it just pops it off. And then guess who does the same thing? Ahsoka in a fucking cage. She's like, oh yeah, guess what? I'm a Jedi. I can pop this off with the force. And then she gets free. And then Anakin gets free. And you're like, why didn't you do this at the fucking (laughs) get-go? This was one of the times where they were really short on story ideas. And they were just like, we got to make this last three episodes. It it was crazy, man. I I mean, come on. (laughs) Like I said, I understand. It's a kid's cartoon. It's science fiction. Yada yada yada. Don't take it so seriously, Neil deGrasse Tyson. But please, I mean, just just basic story. It made no sense. Yeah, <laughs> it made no sense. Like I could see if the if the force collars, you know, had kryptonite or something in them, something, something to to at least let us believe that these. Well, two of them. I mean, one one's the fucking chosen one. Yeah. The other one is the chosen one's instructor, and the other one is the chosen one's pupil. And you're telling me between the three of them, it took them to the third episode to figure out that, oh, yeah, we could just do this ourselves instead of having <laughs> half the fucking Republic come here with the rest of the Jedi Council to help our dumb asses out. Yeah, that seems... Like, just poor writing. I don't know. It's, maybe it's maybe that was like a guest writer came in and... And Filoni wasn't consulting on that episode. He took a he took a uh, vacation week, and he's it, like, "Yeah, it, don't it worry, Jim's, Jim's got this one. This is it's an easy three episode arc. You don't have to do anything out, out outlandish. Just make it to where it lasts ninety minutes ish. You know, seventy minutes, yeah. <laughs> and then so the so." <laughs> 
for, for those of you following along, if you want to kind of check these out on Disney Plus to see if I truly am crazy and I'm, I'm giving myself an aneurysm for no reason, uh, the episodes are episode or season four, episode 12, so Slaves of the Republic. Uh, the middle one is episode 13, Escape from Cadavo. And the last one is, uh, I believe, a friend. No, I'm sorry. The last one is Escape uh, from Cadavo. But j- just listen to the write up here, Nick. Yep. Just to show you. All right. It, it, they infiltrate the slaver planet of Zygeria, only to be captured by its ambitious queen who plots to rebuild her empire of oppression. Now, even Obi-Wan Kenobi must come to terms with a life in chains. I told you, like, he was literally mentally broke. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, fuck. I was Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he pops the shit off. The, he fucking pops it off. The only thing that I can think of is like there was a hidden, like a hidden subtext in there that they were like, like, like their minds were being fucked with and they didn't like realize that they had their powers still. like I don't know I don't know how you have two like two full episodes where Jedi forget that they can use their powers and then in the third one they're just like beep and then it, it was insane off. it was insane no, so yeah. I, I misspoke it's episode <laughs> 11 12 and 13 of season 4 oh, man. I still love it I mean it's still Clone Wars it's Star Wars but it's the first time watching star wars i really had a head scratch moment like what are they trying to fucking pull here like do they think i'm this fucking stupid i mean i you'd have to ask heather i i I mean i was in a tizzy nick this is friday night we're out on the deck we got a fire going tv's outside we're enjoying life drinking some beer and i'm sitting there like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) this isn't real oh man so not not every one of them can be bangers you know there you go it's been a while (laughs) since i've done a chronological update so i wanted to throw that at you it was just it was vintage crazy matt and i i I tend to like to bring those stories uh to the show so so there you go check them out for me let me know if i am crazier than i need to be like i said it's 4.11.12 and 0.13 that's that's the arc right there Uh, there are some good moments like i said anakin kind of touching on his his slave past and that's where you, you get to see the Anakin we should have saw in the live action. Like, you, you can see how fucking angry he is at the idea of slave trading. Like, he just wants yeah. to kill all these Igarians. That's who we like. That's who we should have been in there. Not the, no, I need him. What have I done? Uh, so that's fun. Yeah. You know, fun with uh, Chronological Clone Wars. There you go. Uh, next, just kind of casual update, and, and I'm doing this because, A, I'm a customer, and, B, we had uh, Mike on the show which in turn has led to some of you asking us questions about GTP toys as if we are their customer service. <laughs> uh, we are not. But because I did pre-order the their Tantive 4 set, again, they, they made 1-6 scale Tantive 4 set that's been blessed by the mouse and Lucasfilm. It's all official. Uh, and apparently shit's not been going well at GTP toys. Uh, uh. They have not been responding to customers, which is why customers have been asking us like, hey, can you... Can you poke them, ping them? Uh, what's going on? But Mike from uh, GTP did send out a pretty heartfelt note. I believe it was yesterday or Monday. Just to kind of let everyone know what the fuck's going on, why they've gone silent in, in the state of the Tanty 4 set. So I'm not going to read the whole email, but in summary, his brother quit. Oh, wow. Um, so that's literally, uh, imagine running a two-person company. And then half the company the one, quits. Where, <laughs> Yeah, where the one person did a lot of the designing and shit, and that person leaves right in the middle of a huge 
next step where they actually got official licensing and they got the deals done. They're selling this Tanty 4 one six scale diorama set. Um, but his brother left and, and you can tell, I don't, I don't think it sat well with Mike. Cause this is where he says, John has left GTP to do something profitable. So clearly Mike is not having a good time with GTP. I, I yeah. think this experience, uh, you know, the, having to put the space walls to bed because of the mouse and then getting in with the mouse. I think it's kind of killed his soul. Yeah. A bit. yeah. But he's like, Hey, he's my brother's left to go do something profitable. Good for him. <laughs> just, that just reminds me of that, that Christian Bale soundbite. The, um, good for you. Yeah. One six years, right. This is 112 scale. I'm stupid. Not one six, but anyways, 112 scale Tanty for diorama. So, one half of the team left. That's one of the reasons why you're not getting a lot of updates or communications because it sounds like John was more of the uh, social media customer marketing facing. customer service type of person. Yeah. Um, so production is delayed on these. Uh, it's been delayed. They were expecting stuff in December. They just got them now in April to, just to show you that you know their supply chain is delayed. It's really nothing they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like uh, most of the parts are coming in now. Uh, within two weeks, he should have all of them. But it was really just a, it was kind of an apology. Like, hey, th- this is why you haven't been hearing for us. It was unprofessional. It sucked. We're, we we blew it, but this is why this happened. So th- these things are still coming, but because they didn't sell enough, um, only those that pre-ordered will get these these sets. Yeah. It's I, I, I mean, I hate to say this. But I, I think this is probably it for GTP. Once they get these out and they f- uh, fulfill their commitments, I have a feeling just uh, between the mouse and, and the partnership breaking down uh, that the company may not uh, exist much longer. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, which, which is a bummer, but hey, you know, real business ain't easy. That's why I, I commend anyone that, that takes that leap to start a business. I mean, there are times where I, I sit back at 30-year-old Matt, and I'm like, if you would have just had the balls to fully run with your, your website stuff and your gaming media stuff, maybe you would be doing that instead of hedging it and still working full-time jobs and not you know, completely uh, taking that gamble. So I, I do applaud them for that. Uh, I know writing this email probably sucked as a business owner that you know you weren't doing customer service correctly. Uh, but it was nice to get that update. So if you did pre-order, you're going to get your stuff. Uh, when you're going to get it, I, I, I think you still just have to be patient. But uh, you will never be able to get these again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. the, the Tanty 4 112 scale diorama seems like it was a. It's going to be a pre-order run only due to a lack of interest from collectors. Yeah, that's that's you know upsetting because we you know from that podcast we know how much Mike put into the business and put into space walls and then how hard it was to have to go through everything with disney and yeah, then getting the license and then having this happen it, it does seem like you know it there may not be uh green pastures ahead for gtp yeah toys, just but. i mean disney cut their knees out and, and i don't blame i mean hey that's if what, you create something you own the license you that's what you get to do love mm-hmm. it or hate it look at it as greedy but i'm pretty sure any one of us if we had a great idea and we we had the license and the trademarks and the patents and we could make money off of it we wouldn't want people scraping our ideas and making money off of it too so yeah yeah um but yeah it's it's a shame all around i mean i guess i'm glad i got it in because now it's almost going to be a fucking collector's item at this point yeah it it, it may be highly coveted because i don't think there's going to be many 
Uh, but yeah, it, it sounds like it. And this is my summation. I, I'm not speaking for GTP. We're not official spokespeople. I just from the tone of the email and just knowing business and, and dollars and how shit works in real life. I don't think they are going to have much of a, a of a uh, market presence after this. And that that sucks. Yeah. I mean, Tones in the chat says he mentioned something else coming soon, something special and an Instagram post that he put up. So, I mean, maybe they are continuing to work with Disney. So we'll see in the future. But as for the the 112 scale Tanif 4, like Matt mentioned, it's, you know, no longer yeah, it's, it's able a done to get deal. That. If you didn't get it during the pre-order, it's it's over. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll make sure to take some nice static shitty shots for everybody if it ever shows up. <laughs> there you go. Although I put I put out a shot. I li- See, this is why I like it basically telling everyone I suck. Because when I do post something that looks like I put even a little bit of effort into Instagram, they people they tend to coddle me now. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, it's so good. Man. No, they're like, it's like Scion and Liam. It's the regulars, like yeah. our like the true true fans. They're like, oh, look, Matt, you actually like compose a scene. You're 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 growing up, big boy. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm shit. like, hey, they do listen to me, and they do know I'm a little whiny pussy. Hey, man, uh, that is a good little scene you threw together there in that most recent shot. So there you go. And that it it just I, I can't say I had a lot of fun doing it. It was it's a shot of the new Boba, which, which by the way, if you do melt his head, it is a good looking Boba Black series figure. But I'm telling you, dude, just just setting up those scenes. I don't. It's just it's not me. I I like the portraits, and that's fine. I've come to terms with that. Uh, but it does show, like if you if you do put the time in, like the people with huge followings, um, people react. Yeah, people <laughs> don't make don't sense. It's give like you some love. Yeah, if you put effort into something, believe it or not, Nick, people may respect it. <laughs> so, I mean, what does that say? What does that say about our show? I yeah, don't know, I know right? <laughs> Clearly. Uh, no, All right, so I, I got before we get into our little 420 fun topic here. Uh, I, I just I, I got a comment, Nick. I know I said I wanted to keep the bullshit segment short so far within our window. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but but I have to just keep stumping for this game. Okay. Outriders, outriders, outriders. Yes. It may have stumbled out of the gate with that one day of wonky server issues, but I'm telling you, ever since then, People Can Fly has kept that thing running. And my God, is it one of the greatest just pure co-op looter shooters of all time. It's finally starting to get some of the buzz in the media. It's like, I don't know. For some reason, this game just is not getting its balls sucked as much as I think it should. Yeah. Uh, it's it's reunited me with one of my former gaming buddies, like uh, my, my buddy Perfected Chaos from the UK. I know we've, we've talked about my Gears of War days and how every day for it seemed like two or three years i would get on with my cousin hank the stuntman perfected chaos bane of fenris dudes from the uk and we play we shit talk we've had a, a fantastic time i mean i i gamed with these people so much when i went to london in 2013 for the steelers game i met up with them and hung out and and, and it, it, like we were boys you know like we we didn't just only converse through our stupid headsets yeah like that's how how close you know we all realize this in a modern age how close you actually can get to people through digital platforms 
Uh, but but back to Outriders, it's 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 reintroduced me to my buddy Perfected Chaos, one of my favorite uh, UK uh, Britishmen or whatever the fuck you call you people over there, Brit <laughs> wanks. Uh, yeah, you wankers. He he's just I don't know. I love the guy. I love the guy. I mean, he I met him. He he was fresh out of prison. He's like he's got that type of edge to him. Oh, he's fucking. <laughs> I just fucking love him. But Outriders has, has brought us back together because I think he heard my dumbass talking about on this show. Uh, he had Game Pass. He's like, why not download it? It's free. Checked it out. And because he he gets addicted to games, like like meth addict shit. Like as soon as you give him a hit of something he likes, yeah, he'll go for 12 hours straight, like in a session. So he got hit. hit. He's already beat it. He's already passed me. I've wow. been playing for two weeks longer than he has. But it just goes to show you, Outriders is a game that that can get under your skin in a good way to where you, you're always thinking about it you always want to play you want to get in you want to you know complete a mission try to get more loot he's doing some end game content now and he comes in and helps me but it's just it's it's a challenging game it's a well-made shooter you get powers mixed in you can do three-person co-op or solo it's not like destiny where the story is irrelevant the story is the main game i mean if you if you play everything you're looking at 80 to 90 hours of content yeah uh, so I just, I cannot stump for Outriders enough. It, it really is. If you have an Xbox and you're on Game Pass, do it. It's a no fucking brainer. Uh, if you got $50, $60 laying around on any other platform, I also highly recommend it. It is, Nick, I'll I don't know if I'll it say two it. two months later, like that, I usually do. That's fine. Do. Yeah, you're, you're Mr. Delayed. You're still young. You're like me. You know, you got all the time in the world, or you think you do. But I, um... It's approaching ghost level of love for me. No, I can ghost tell. Ghost of Tsushima. I can tell. I mean, just you know purely I mean? purely based off of the conversations during the cast and then like even some, you know, like right when it came out, you just, you know, the messages offline that we're having, you know, I, I know that it is, it, it's reaching that level. It's reaching that point to where it's like, it's, it's consuming <laughs> A large part. Well, even of your I even time. saw. I don't know if anyone reads The Escapist. They're a, like a gaming media digital platform. I, I think I think they may even be UK based, mm-hmm. but they're usually pretty yeah. fucking hardcore. Like they're they're very critical. Which hey, great. They're they're taking this shit seriously, but they ran a, a headline like you know what, Outriders is great because it's just a damn good game like it doesn't need to be a destiny it doesn't need to to try anthem shit or or Fortnite shit it's it's okay to just make a good old school you know single player co-op type of game that doesn't have all these you know end game bells and whistles it's just a damn good game yeah and i mean like i will say that that i think one of the reasons that it didn't get as much hubbub and hype as all of the other games of its type, like you mentioned, like Anthem, like because Anthem had a huge like well, pre-release studio, push, right? and like yeah, it's the studio because Square Enix, like Square Enix, well, they're, the, only, they're the pub, but people yeah. can fly as a developer, and they've only done Bulletstorm. Yeah, but uh, but like the publisher is the one that pays your marketing dollars, and the yeah, only yeah. thing <laughs> that Square Enix is like fuck you guys, it's not an RPG. <laughs> I was gonna say the <laughs> only thing that that Square Enix pays to market hardcore Final like, Fantasy, yeah, exactly, is Final Fantasy, and that's why yeah. we've been seeing like Final Fantasy VII Integrate, like the new episode coming up, has gotten more press than Outriders has. Yeah, you're right, and you're it's right. probably because like they they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll publish it, we'll 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 give you funding to make it, but like we don't, this isn't really our bag. Like if you look at Square Enix's history of, of games, like. They're not really like shooter. 
No, not, not at all. Companies. I mean, they, there's definitely some RPG elements to this. Yeah. You, you have to pick a class. You're locked in a class, and each class has three paths to kind of fill out with uh, class points. But I don't know. It's just it's it's very challenging. And you know me, everyone. If you're a fan of the Star Wars Time Show, I'm Mister. I want it as easy as possible in my later years of gaming. Not not Outriders. I <laughs> fucking love working on the highest world tier, which is which sets your difficulty. Uh, I love feeling like I'm being chased by the cops all the time. Like it's frantic. It's it's that Doom Eternal type of feel. Every gun battle, you're like, oh fuck, when is the shit gonna hit the fan? And all the hordes of enemies are gonna be running down, trying to step on my face, gut me, light me <laughs> on fire while I'm trying to light them on fire. So. I don't know. Outriders for life. I, I, I would recommend those who've been sitting on the fence to get it now while it's hot and while people are playing, because unless people can, people can fly does a lot of post release development, which I don't think is in their plans unless they make cash. I could see this game being where, you know, people like myself or, or chaos after we've done all the end game content, we've, you know, maybe this is a game, Nick, and I never do this because I hate redoing shit. But I'm highly considering redoing the whole campaign as a new, new class, class just, yeah. just to build it out, get different gear, play a different style. Dude, it, it really does kind of change the whole experience. I know that the story stays the same, but it's like doing little shit like that from having played MMOs for as long as I have. It, it's a completely different experience. So I, I, I recommend that you do do that. Just so you have like a different perspective on the game. Yeah. And it's just like I said, it's fun that there's not a moment where I'm like, fuck this game. Even when I get my ass kicked two or three times in a row, I might get angry. I might yell, but I know for a fact that it was my fault. Yeah. My fault. I didn't play my class the right way for that situation. My guy is squishy as fuck. Right. So if I'm going in there like Tommy tough guy, like I'm a tank, I'm going to get my ass kicked. And if I keep doing it, that's my fault. I should die. So there you go. I'll get off the uh, Outriders uh, stumping, but I, I can't say uh, enough positive things about it. Everyone I've recommended it to has agreed with me, which they should because I'm always fucking right. <laughs> uh, but Outriders for life. I love yeah. it. I, I, I hope it I hope it hits whatever sales goals they need to green light a sequel. I think because I do, I do think close. it's. I think it's a legit franchise. Yeah. I just want to see how quick they pull the rug from under the Games Pass people to recoup some some game sales. But uh, um, I'm, all, I'm all about it right now. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. So cross-play enabled too. So if you, it doesn't matter if you're playing on Xbox or PlayStation, you can play right. with your friends. I'm not sure if it works with PC. Like, I don't know if well, the cross-play it, it, it does, okay. but I, I don't know if the patch has come out. It's supposed okay. to work pc to console as well as console to console but that was one of the issues in, in a patch that's either coming out last week or this week was was going to address that mm, okay so there you go if you, you can get it on any console or system and then play it with your friends regardless so if you're interested in it go pick it up because you could help people can fly spawn a sequel for a, a potentially great franchise yeah they, they deserve it and i've always loved them i mean epic kind of brought them in uh, mm-hmm. i think they've done i don't know if they've done work on gears but epic brought them in with bulletstorm bulletstorm's another just it's a fucking weird game it is weird yeah but it's highly addictive because of of the chaining system and, and the whip gun you use and it was another one that i i, I spent hours and hours just trying to you know get achievements and, and accolades and yeah. whatnot so all right man moving on if you're on the live stream you 
see the numbers 420 right now, and that's because today is 420. And in honor of 420, we, we cooked up a, a very stupid special topic, which makes sense <laughs> for 420, right? Yeah. Uh, but I was just I was thinking there, I was like, you know what, Nick, Let, let's just rattle off some Star Wars characters that we think would partake in the 420 holiday. Um, so it, it's really not a fleshed out segment. <laughs> As is the case with most things, Star Wars time show. <laughs> uh, but I was just sitting there thinking, like, who in, from Star Wars on 420 would probably sit down and say, 420, man, and then, <laughs> you know, take a bong rip or something. Uh, one of the first ones up here, I have Chewbacca. Yeah. I, 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 really, I think Chewbacca, uh, you know, Kashyyyk, it, it, it's a lush forest planet. They're probably into... Uh, vegetation mm. and, and, and natural things that grow in the ground. Uh, so I could see, you know, Chewbacca and the Chewbacca family, the Bacchus, cultivating some MJ, rolling some fatties. I think and like them for up them, it would almost be like tribal. It's like they, they would almost look at yeah. it as like a tribal, like, you know, the, exactly. like the, the Indian uh, tribes, the Native walk. American tribes in yeah. America, like with peyote and stuff like that. It's not like a a medicinal herb. It is a part of your you know, your, your vision quest when you, exactly. when you come of age as a, as a Wookiee, you know, I, I agree. You I agree. Herbal, I, think that, I think that's a, <laughs> you know, and then, that's a great way to think about how the, how the Wookiees probably handled uh, the 420. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that the, the live stream's coming alive and they, they actually have picked some of the ones I did. So uh, the next yeah. one, Jabba the Hutt was yes, a no brainer was... for me because we actually see him hitting a bong, I believe in, in Return of the Jedi. I mean, he, he had a, yeah, you know, we, we could say that's where he kept his frog snacks. Yeah. But let's be real. It was a fucking, it was a water bong. Yeah. Like the, the, the dude straight smoked water bongs when he was sitting on the throne in his palace. It's true. I mean, we even, hold that. on. I, I have to, give me a second here. I got, I'll, I'll get to get off. I actually have a, a bootleg. It's called <laughs> the star bong. And, and all of you will know exactly what it is. Hold on. Let's oh, take man. like a couple seconds. You probably can still hear me. Yes, we can still hear you, but yeah. Matt's going to go right, get us his go. paraphernalia. So this- nope. Nobody show this to the cops. All right. Okay. So here we go. This comes from Suckadelic. <laughs> okay. See it? The Star Bong. Oh, and it's, it's literally the accessory from the Kenner job of the hut that someone has repackaged <laughs> and call it the star bong. Oh my. Because it is, I mean, it really is a bong. Like it's, it's got, it's got the tube that comes out. He can smoke on it. Here's the back right here. Check it. Star bongs, psychedelic star bongs. Psychedelic's like one of the bigger Star Wars bootleggers. I like the, the uh, advertising here. Totally for kids. <laughs> but if you, if you see the art, I mean, Jabba's blown some huge smoke out of those nostrils. Yeah, gives yeah. him like a, a, a vape mustache. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah, Jabba the Hutt, 100%. Good job, Fandos. Your, your head is in the gutter with myself. Good call. Yeah. Uh, up next is another one. It looks like our fans pointed out. Yoda. Yes. 100% hobo Yoda. He was fucking high when Luke and R2 showed up. That's why he was talking all goofy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> mine, yeah, yeah. Mine, he's like, why do you think he was trying <laughs> he was, to steal Luke's meat sticks? I was going to say, he's going through that food. He's like, nip, 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 nope. Throwing it away. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find I mean, some munchies, man. L- let's be real. Yoda was in his hut hitting the vape pen because he was already cooking like he was already getting the munchies yeah he heard a loud bang he goes outside he's like i'm gonna fuck with this kid so he's out there he's smoking fatties while he's watching luke and r2 get cleaned up and then they broke out their dinner he's like oh shit man 
I forgot. I haven't eaten yet. Look at that meat stick. And he grabs it. And the other thing, what what else does he do? Yoda grabs the light and he's like looking at it like he's at a rave. Right? He's like, mine, 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 mine. Okay. So yeah, Yoda 100% is down with the 420. Mm -hmm. Um, Up next, Qui-Gon Jinn, master of the living force, I would think, smoked himself a little bit. That may have been how he found out to how to commune and live through the force at the, you know after death yeah yeah he hit like some fucking white widow sour diesel kush and and had the epiphany like midichlorians started talking to him and they're like qui-gon yeah. you can become one with the living force let go of your corporeal body yeah he, he literally, right. he saw midichlorians. Like, he, he lifted a rock off the ground, and he literally saw the midichlorians just picking it up. He's like, shit. I, I mean, just, I mean, look how long his hair was, yeah. the way he wore his hair. I mean, he, he had the longest hair of the Jedi. I mean, that, that dude had hair almost going down to his ass crack. He's like Willie Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the, you know Qui-Gon was sitting there talking to trees and squirrels and cardinals, smoking himself some of Jabba's finest, yes. 100%. Uh, up, actually, I'm going to go to the, the, the live streams actually kicking in pretty yeah, they're, well. Yeah, they're popping off. Uh, we got uh, Nyin Yum. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah nine, <laughs> Super scoundrel because he's always laughing, right? Like, he is right. I mean, Return <laughs> of the Jedi. You're, I mean, basically, they're almost dead. And yes. Lando's like, what the fuck, motherfucker? And he's just sitting there like, <laughs> the whole fucking time. Nine, so, yeah. And it, his, just, his face is designed to look stone the whole time. Yeah, it's a per- <laughs> permanent smile, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Yeah, right, right before the uh, Battle of Endor, he definitely took a few bong rips before he got on the the, the Falcon. One hundred percent. We have Sidious. Uh, yeah, Sidious. I don't he's know, man. He guy. was so high stress, and like he yeah. was so just like I don't think if 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 Sidious was high, you would get like the power. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, Sidious if you're is he's kind of like me when I'm when I don't partake. Like you know? if like anything, he's, he's Sidious crazy. was like hardcore <laughs> on coke. Like he was just yeah. coked up all the time. Now Trevor, Trevor must have missed the job. Yeah, Trevor, he'll he'll here you go, Trevor. We we totally covered Jabba and, and the hookah yeah. with. I have the Starbong toy, so I'm I'm all about Jabba as a smoker. <laughs> All right, back to my list. Dengar. I mean, any any guy that wears toilet paper on his fucking head. <laughs> He he's doing something. He's doing something suspicious, uh, which I assumes other forms of drugs. But I don't know. Dangar strikes me as a guy that smokes. Especially after his like, you know, when he becomes that that like robot human dang whatever <laughs> yeah. something dang. He smoked too much dope. Yeah, he's just like he's constantly high. He's just like yeah, he, smoking I mean, for pain. He's like, oh my god. He, he my became body. a dope yeah. from smoking too much dope. Yeah, he. He went overboard with his medicinal marijuana to the point where he essentially had to replace his entire body. Yeah. Uh, this one might not be popular, but, you know, we got to remember what he was up to. I, I'm putting in, in note the name here, Old Ben Kenobi. Yes, not Jedi Master Obi-Wan right. from, you know, the, the prequel trilogy. Old Ben in the middle of the I, I, I wager Old Ben was out on a walk smoking a spliff when he ran into Luke and the droids. That's why he was just like, and, whoa. You see him walking? Yeah, Nick. Nick, you Hello know exactly there. what I'm talking about. <laughs> the way he's even walking, like, you could say he's trying to, it's like, like uh, mimic a crate dragon, but he's, like, stumbling all over the place. Yeah. He's probably, like, staring up in the sky going, ooh, double rainbows. <laughs> oh, I see four suns today. So I, I think old Ben Kenobi in his Judlin waste hut was definitely, he, he like, probably had a farm. You gotta, you gotta imagine if he didn't have his own farm, getting a supply out there in the middle of the Judlin wastes 
on a right. desert planet, it had to be difficult. Like having a hookup yeah. had to be hard out in Cause, that Because you know, you know, Jawas were, were were selling high prices. Like they yeah. they weren't cutting anyone no. deals on Tatooine. No, if they if they if they came by some OG Kush, you would have to pay high dollar, high credit right. amounts. Well, well for that's it. why we know. That's why we now know why they had off-world Jawas. Yeah, their only point was to go out and collect herb. <laughs> For their brethren and sisters on Tatooine. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's all coming together now. Uh, anything else from the fa- oh, Salacious Crumb? Yeah, he's always he he's always <laughs> he got did have cackle. that little like he had like a little pen too, right? Yeah, he he he, he smoked some shit too. So that's yeah. a good one from Super Scoundrel Quinlan Voss. I could see that. Yeah, yeah he was a na- a natural Jedi as well. Because like, I just I, I watched that episode. I think it's maybe season three at this point, where him and Kenobi are on a mission after Cad Bane. Uh, and yeah, he definitely seems a little loose. Uh, Cobb Vanth. I could see Cobb sitting at that 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 bar and what's what's the new most called? Most Pelgo. Yeah, most Pelgo. Yeah, I mean he, he's definitely chilling. Yeah, he, he seemed uh, like pretty relaxed. Supplied. Yeah, just hopped on to some interesting. <laughs> co- yeah, that's how we roll here. Uh, all right. So back to my list and and hear me out. I'll explain this one because okay. it, it it I could get the sidious reaction, but Maul. Okay. Think back to like when he was, you know, robot mall or even the, the crazy hooded mall in Rebels where even dark side people were after him. Yeah. Where he had his cane, where he's, he's getting a little, getting a little goofy. A little cracked uh, up. So I, yeah, I could, I could see Maul might, you know, maybe he, he, he got a little dark after his, his weed days. He might've got into some meth. That's what I was going to say. I, th- I feel like that mall, like Rebels mall was like crack cocaine meth mall. He was like, what? cracked yeah. out meth what? he was just all a little, little tweaky yeah he's a little, little little tweaked out so maybe maybe maul he he might have started 420 and then gateway into the methamphetamines yeah. and that's what really fucked him he really took the dark path after that so. uh, all right this one is non-traditional and it may not make sense but I, I, it does if you think about it but chopper yeah okay I, I, if if droids got off you know cough to get off chopper's one doing it so uh, I, I, 100% I feel like Chopper would do it for stress too. Like he's just always exactly. stressed out. Like, <laughs> like with fucking wah, all the Phoenix wah, Squadron. Wah, wah, like wah, wah. after a mission's over, he just goes into his fucking charging pit, takes up. He just uses the pure oil. They just dip him in THC oil when they when they clean him. And yeah. then, <laughs> I mean, think about it. His his arms are essentially large roach clips. <laughs> See, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the two little arms that come out of his head, you could make the argument that they are, uh, you know, far, far away, a long, long time ago style roach clips. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the last one I had, just because, you know, he he's always kind of cool. He just, you know, he looks like he's chilled out. Poe Dameron. Yeah. I, I can see Poe. I can also see uh, on that same note, Han, like especially older Han, like like a new hope Han. He just seemed like he's cool under pressure. Like yeah, you know, like even when he's laying in the cantina, he's got like his arms up. He's like, like, yeah, we man. could do that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like what you're running I'm from Captain the Empire. No Falcon. problem. Like, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll give you that. He's just yeah. He's just got that that constant mellow on. And uh, I like this one from Kingdom of, Kingdom of Weird. Kane and Jairus could see well for a blind man. So yeah, he probably <laughs> yeah. tapped into the doja. Yeah. Into the into the secret powers of the weed, the Mary Jane. See, I don't think um, so. SW Prop says Windu. I don't think Windu. Windu's definitely not. He, nah, was, he, he, he was way too big of an yeah, asshole. Yeah. Like just, just the way he treated Anakin, especially in Ahsoka. Yeah. He's just... 
like you you can typically tell people that have never smoked or don't smoke because they're they're cunts they're dickheads they're angry i mean i'm angry too but hey we, we know my my history that's just some wiring if anything up. like Windu was probably like straight arrow, like no alcohol. Yeah, he, no he's like the dork. Substances. Yoda, yeah, Yoda, Nothing. Yoda, and Qui Gon used to make fun of him. Like, yeah. hey man, chill the fuck out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, just come over here and hit this, hit this Kashyyyk Kush, <laughs> yeah. dog. No, Bat's right. He said that Poe was a spice runner, so you know he definitely hit some of, of the course. spice before. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ended up being more I fun know. than I thought. I mean, the fans definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, definitely dove into this one yeah. so i mean that, that's really all i had we probably could sit here and make an argument for every star wars character <laughs> why they smoke weed as most humans probably should to just calm the fuck down yeah. but hey, we figured hey it's 420 it was a light topic week why not try to do do some fun so um thank you to those in the live stream that played along if you want to join in, in the live stream i know it, it's not very uh conducive for those of you that have full-time jobs but we typically do them on tuesday afternoons from 2 30 to who the fuck knows when yeah just depends on how much hot air we have to expel on a certain tuesday uh, but there you go so uh happy 420 to those of you that are down with uh, not the brown not frown. the brown the green yeah we don't want the brown frown anymore we're, we're all uh, uh we're all high society type of partakers now <laughs> all right man that's there's another one kingdom weird thron has very red eyes that's a good one too. he's just constant <laughs> constant fucking tones dirt. is right this should have been the question of the week but clearly I, i'm an <laughs> idiot and i suck oh, at those man. so you, you're right tones it was just uh, impro- literally this was like pre-show improvised hit fisto that is another one yeah he's always smiling yeah and he's he's green because of how much he smokes like his skin has yeah. just taken the right. color he, of yeah the him earth. and yoda like they, they've just taken on the color of, of the plant yeah so. <laughs> split fortuna all right all right we've had our fun Let, <laughs> let's move into the show we'll, we'll, this will be another four-hour episode that no one wants to listen to you always know that long episodes probably aren't great when people that start the stream and then come back two hours later like, like you guys are still fucking talking about this dumb shit <laughs> what <laughs> so. is going on yeah no i i, I get right. it Let's get into it. We, yes. we got some rumors to uh, discuss here. And the first one is a rumor about Book of Boba Fett and the uh, idea of a, of a rival gang leader that is being called Hammerhead. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick, I'll, I'll kind of break down. This is actually a few weeks in the making. Yeah. I remember the first uh, part of this coming up and we, we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Right. It's one of these like a friend of a friend or this of a friend. But at the same time, it's like if people are going to be making this shit up to get on Reddit and get some Reddit clout, then that's still impressive to me. So I I decided to go ahead and cover it finally. But essentially, this dude knows a dude that know a dude (laughs) that was an extra on Book of Boba. and, And this dude was essentially playing a guard of this rival gang leader that apparently on set they were calling Hammerhead. Yes. Now, what we don't know, and hardcore Star Wars fans are probably going like, the Hammerhead? Yeah, like the exactly. guy from the cantina, the Athorian? Who knows? They they didn't know that. It, it sounded like this extra was... It, it's one of those people us Star Wars hardcore fans kind of hate uh, because it's not like they, they love Star Wars, but they're just in the right place, right time, got an extra gig, an on-camera extra gig, like actual in the shoot, not just part of the crowd uh so it's like why would someone like that have to lie but they probably also didn't really understand what was going down they're just like hey all i can tell you is that boba fett and three bodyguards face off against a rival gang leader who was called hammerhead 
and three bodyguards. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, one it's... one of Boba's bodyguards is Fennec. Uh, the other is just generic people, and it, it sounded like some Gamorrean guards were also bodyguards for these uh, faction leaders. Yeah, I mean, to me, right when I heard Hammerhead, I was like, I didn't necessarily think it was the Hammerhead that was in A New Hope. But I thought I definitely went straight to Ithorian. I was an like, Ithorian, yeah, yeah. It's like it's got to be some sort of Ithorian gang leader, um, right? Like that. Like that's his name. That's what people call him because of his look. Yeah. But, you know, if you if you call that to him to his Just face, like, he'll he'll fucking blast you or something. Exactly. And, but I can't like I, I I even like tried to dig in outside of like the the one character that we know of from A New Hope in the in the cantina. I mean, there's really not another person that is referred to as hammerhead and then the only other thing is is the hammerhead corvette that you see used in uh in rogue one um so it's but i i'm so what do you think i, I mean it is it is feloni and it is john do you it do you think it, it could be the man with the, with the bent head and the, and yeah. the blue shirt because if no you pants? look him up like if you look up hammerhead star wars and you and you go to his canon wikipedia page his name is Mama Nadon, and right. it says that he was an exiled Ithorian from his home planet. Uh, he was punished by the Ithorian species for revealing the agricultural secrets to the Galactic Empire. Blah blah blah. So like he's already an exiled member of his of his species. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. So, so it's not likely. The, yeah, yeah, he's already a scumbag. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. definitely not out of the realm of possibility that he comes up and, and starts his own gang. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so uh, like I said, Boba Fett is going to have three guards, Hammerhead's going to have three guards, and, and they have a showdown. And, and, and it sounds like, you know, obviously Boba's not going to die and Hammerhead's not going to die, but, th- but they have a few scuffles. Some of the guards are going to die. Uh, but it, 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 we're getting, you know, from this supposed onset report, it sounds like at some point in time, Fett and Hammerhead are going to have to team up against a third party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after after they have their scuffles, which makes sense, and you know Boba is basically the new man in town. He's back. He's taken over the castle. So that, that that's definitely going to get Dude, rival gang leaders, get... bounty hunter hives. It's going to get people worked up. Do you think the third party could be like a hut, like a, a yeah, like a like I think a that's Java... a good call you know relative or another hut yeah. that's coming in I, I think i think that'd be a great nod i mean that that just again that it, just more more seeds that were sown back in the original stuff that get paid off in this type of shit for sure um i, I don't know i mean who else could be a, a big big bad that would, would yeah the only kind of check the, the the fan service but also like oh what i mean the the thing that makes sense like canonically cad bane i mean could cad bane be the third party potentially but he never up? seemed like a gang leader you know like he's definitely a bounty hunter and but i don't right. ever think that he wanted to be like like the head of his own gang yeah i was gonna say like canonically and what would make sense in terms of the story that's being told is if like like remnant empire started to push in and like you know try to take over the territory because they're trying to oh, expand yeah, yeah, their yeah. reach again so then you know you get somebody that you know you probably you know you could be familiar with or it could just be like another uh another gideon type of character like he's a he's an exiled moth that's like trying to push in and take over hot territory on tatooine and you know totally cut out his slice of the yeah i mean we got bad in in the chat saying gideon i it depends on timeline because gideon's still technically locked up with the new republic and and our buddies at this point in time so 
unless book is all flashback, which I don't think it is. I think the, the main flashback is just going to be how the fuck did you get out of the hole? And I, I believe most of the series is going to take place during the present Mando timeline. Uh, so I, I think Remnant for sure. Huts for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big name bounty hunter is 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 another. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe a posse. You got the Dangars, the Boss, the Loms, the Zuckuses. They all team up. Uh, something like that. So, yeah, uh, I don't. I I tend to take this with a fairly small grain of salt. I, I do think this is somewhat legit because uh, the way the guy's been explaining it, the guy that was on set has no reason to make this up. Like he's so. It sounds like, you know, he, he he's rich. He doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars. He's just like, oh, hey, by the way, I played an extra on Book of Boba. And yeah. I know you like Star Wars, so here you go. Uh, so I, I would not be surprised if, I mean, come on. It's a done deal that Boba is going to be getting in skirmishes with other shady characters. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, definitely. That, that's a no-brainer. But I, I do like the potential of a, of a hammerhead if it is the hammerhead. But I also like that they're going to team up to go against an even greater foe, which is just going to probably get those nipples hard and the chubbies popped. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be a Luke reveal, but it, it could be something of of something that 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 feels similar to how we all felt when that happened like holy shit i didn't see that coming yeah i i I think it's i mean it could be a huge reveal for that third party but we'll see i mean i think that even if it's not the way that you could play this even if it is just like some ancillary character that they created as long as you do it correctly of course it'll it'll be good Yeah, it'll be cool i mean i I always like when two foes kind of do the team old up. the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing yeah. and team up. So yeah. that's always neat. Uh, but but keep it out. You know, we explained it here. I'm not saying we said it first, but you heard it here first. Right. So when Book of Boba shows up, let's all keep our eyes open for this potential, uh, these scenes and really just this concept to play out. So keep on the lookout for Hammerhead being a rival. We're gonna have a little fight. The, the the leads the the bosses will live the guards are going down and for some reason they're going to have to ultimately team up after a series of battles yes tones i mean han and chewy would be fucking epic but that would be I don't pretty know. i mean crazy. han would definitely those two would still have a hard on for boba i mean he did fucking <laughs> sell yeah. han to the huts but i i really think boba himself and his writers <laughs> are repositioning him as more of a gray type of character and then also like han was never the type of person to like hunt down like he's not gonna hunt down boba fett like even if he even if he knew like he had a beat on like he he wasn't a very boba yeah he's he's not very vindictive he he's more about getting his i Mm -hmm. mean han was always like i want to get mine I want my money and my ladies. Yeah. So yeah, especially I, I don't know if like, would be that, that, that bent. Yeah. Especially that, that's not a bad idea. I mean, if you're those two and you, and you hear that Boba Fett's back, you, you probably would want to go see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you would murder him, but <laughs> like you would, you would be definitely interested that he's put himself back into the, uh, into the play. I, yeah. I like that. I like that idea tones. It's not, it's not off. I mean, it would make sense, but I, I, I think, even if that did happen, it would end up where they become friends like him and Din. Because I, I really think Boba is going to be like Din now. He'll, he'll, he'll bounty hunt if he has to. He'll shoot some motherfuckers. Uh, but for the most part, he's not just going to be a full-on piece of shit that predominantly works for the, the side of bad. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
Yeah, good Remember? stuff there. The, 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 the Dune Sea, has, you know, it works wonders on shady people. Both him and Fennec said, the, said as much. It's so. very true. It's very true. So, and they both kind of changed their tune a little bit after their time in the Dune Sea. Hey, Nick, do, do you think I own a solo stove these days? If you're looking at the live stream, all of my ads are solo stove. <laughs> so, which, by the way, if, if you've been on the fence thinking about getting one, buy them. The solo stove is one of the greatest fucking inventions of all time. Okay. It's basically smokeless fire pit that gets hot as fuck, and it's amazing. Especially if you know you're you're around women or, or other men that are always bitch like I don't like the smell of smoke. I love fires, but I hate the smell of smoke. I hate to... you, you get a solo stove. It's all stainless steel. It's got like a like a double boiler system. It, almost no smoke comes out. It, all you see is like the flame heat mirage deal. Yeah. So. Nice. Okay. There you go, solo. Send me a a <laughs> a, a referral code. Yeah. Sponsor All right, so um, if you're on the live stream and you're seeing a picture and you're someone that gets triggered easily over <gasps> Ryan Johnson, I apologize. As I said with my lead, my lead here, prepare to be triggered if you're one of those angry Star Wars fan types <laughs> who felt The Last Jedi did something to your soul because its director apparently wants to take a stab at directing an episode of The Mandalorian. So there you go. So this girl, Soraya Wilson, I, I don't know if she's like an entertainment reporter but she seems to have direct access to anyone that worked on The Last Jedi. She she's says, done interviews with, with Daisy. She's done multiple interviews with Ryan. Yeah. And most recently, she got this kind of nugget out of him, which was I, I, I enjoyed reading through the comments yesterday on this post. Uh, some of you, it's just like, just get over it, people. Like, why? I'm an angry person, but would I, I would never hold that much anger over a fucking movie and a guy that directed it. But anyways... Here's what Soraya had to report about Ryan Johnson. Yep. I asked Ryan if he'd ever consider doing an episode of The Mandalorian. He said he was dying to, but that for him, it's all about scheduling. He's been writing Knives Out 2, and now he's going to go directly into filming it. So it would be a matter of finding time to break away and do it. He said he has spoken to Dave Filoni about it. He had gone and visited the set during season one. He said it was so cool, and I told him I was very jealous. He had mm. seen Baby Yoda months before the reveal. He said it was fascinating seeing. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Well, first off, I would love to see Ryan direct an episode of the of the Mandalorian. And second well, off, a lot like, of people made a great point that I forgot. He directed a, a few episodes of Breaking Bad, and a lot yeah. of people consider them to be some of the best. Yeah, he did Breaking like the Bats. plane, whatever the plane one was. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like he did a lot of those, and that was kind of how he started his career off was in TV directing. And I mean, say what you want about. You know, The Last Jedi was not a poorly directed film. I don't think anybody had any problem with the directing of the film. I think people had problems with the, the story that was told. Right. And if that's your problem with it, then okay. That's, you know, that's on, you know, each person. But directing wise, I think that it was directed fantastically. And I mean, if you've seen Knives Out, then that, that is another film that was also really well directed. Looper. Um, so, I mean, he, he knows what he's doing behind the camera, working with actors and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and, he has a vision if anything yeah. else. And, and then and also like, important. I don't know a director who wouldn't want to direct an episode of yeah, the Mandalorian at this time. Like the only person that I could think of off the top of my head would be like Scorsese. And that's because yeah, Scorsese. Like he's, just, he's just an old cantankerous yeah. cunt. Like he, he's one of those guys like, hey, never should have went digital. It's got to be this. Yeah. You got to uh, sit in a theater for three hours. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, you're great, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, like he's he's the type of person who's like, 
oh, well, Marvel movies aren't real movies, like comic right. book stuff. Is, it's like, all right, right dude. Yet well, he whatever. makes basically the same film over and over again with the same, the same old people. Guys. Yeah, the same fucking so. people telling the same gang <laughs> stories over and over again. It's like, we get fucking, it. All right, thanks. But crippled De Niro yeah. and dead Pesci. It's like, come dude, on. Dude, I would love to see, like, Ryan, Of course. I, I mean, Ryan dude, look at, look at the clout rodriguez got and we're like oh he did the boba episode i mean they gave him a whole fucking series after he directed an episode of the mandalorian so yes any director's gonna want in on this because it's it's a huge it's a huge resume booster yeah and it's it's hard to fuck up because you essentially have dave and john behind you right. saying, and that's like, what i said <laughs> and and you kind of touched on it i really think what what really burns people ass with ryan and tlj was was the writing aspect not and not so much his his directing vision yeah uh people didn't like the writing and where you know let, let's be real where luke skywalker went how he was portrayed i've i've agreed i i, I i'm not so much like oh he should have never been a whiny bitch on acto i i could see that i mean to me luke is kind of a whiny person what I didn't like was how Luke reacted to Ray. That was just ridiculous. I mean, the, the the lightsaber throw. At first, you might be like, "Oh, that was kind of funny." Now, to me, it's slightly offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his his rudeness to Ray right off the bat is is definitely not Luke to me. Yeah. Uh, the other angry, the other woe is me. Luke cutting himself off. Fine. That I, I could see that happening because he's like, "I fucked it all up. The only way I can fix it is if I just take myself off the board." Great. But it really was. It was Ryan's writing choices that burnt people. Yeah. And and Bat brought it up in the live stream. I'm glad he did, so I could remember to say. It. But we we got some choice comments on this post which i was expecting but one of the comments was like i would love if they ran the episode and didn't include him in the credits yeah and then uh, you know and wait to see how people react and then once all the buzz is out and if people are like oh my god it's one of the best episodes ever then slap him with the directed by ryan johnson bitches yeah i mean you you're could- a bunch of fucking fake Fox. You could do it in the Disney gallery at the end of the season. I mean, that's what that's for is like taking a peek behind the scenes, seeing how thing were, things were put together. So right. like you you just have your reveal there. It's like, oh, yeah, episode whatever, episode seven. You know, we you know, we never told you guys who directed this. Well, guess what? Bang here. We're on set with director of episode seven, Ryan right. Johnson. I, I, I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. It, it, they would never do it because I think contract wise you have to have credits and whatnot so i mean i don't think they could ever hide that but it would be brilliant because it would either make or completely destroy the cases of the anti ryan johnson star wars faction yeah and because if, if, if he made an episode that was a banger and people were losing their minds about it because they they didn't know he directed it it would show you how fucking dumb they are and they're just trolls that like to make loud noises yeah so uh, but if it did suck and we find out it was ryan then you'd be like well maybe those angry people had more points than i was willing to give them yeah <laughs> so but i just don't see it like especially he's i mean like when you go and work on the mandalorian we got a little bit of of insight behind this with robert rodriguez's episode Cause like when he was talking to to John, yeah, they they gave him fifteen minutes of or, or, of script. Yeah, he's like, and he's and like, I had to fill in a thirty minute episode. Yeah, and he's like, well, all the other stuff that's in here is fighting, <laughs> so we just thought that you would take care of that. But essentially, they just give him the script. It's like, here you go. This yeah. is all the dialogue. And they story have written. That you- I, I know. Um, was it Rick? I believe has written some episodes. Fujia or Famuyiwa. Uh, yeah, Famuia, he's written. I don't know if Cho contributed any writing. 
uh, Filoni has written his episodes, but for the most part, Favreau is the main. He he creates the shell, and I think he lets people yeah tweak color, things like here or there, fill in the color. You know, they he gives yeah. them the the outline, he gives them the 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 the, the full picture, and and he's like, go ahead and color it in for me, make right. it look pretty. But but here here's the one thing, and we'll we'll kind of put this to bed. Whatever you guys want to be angry about Ryan and what he did to your your Star Wars soul and childhood, have fun clutching those pearls. All right, I mean it gets you, I guess, get your rocks off when you can <laughs> post shit comments or whatever. But if you're gonna tell me that he's an all around awful director and writer, then I just know you're a fuckwad. Yeah, I mean the guy created a franchise that made a ton of money which in turn got him, I believe, a three to $400 million deal to write more. Yep. So while Knives Out is no Star Wars, and I'll never say it is, he essentially did what George Lucas did, just on a smaller scale with a murder mystery franchise. Yeah, it's a really fun project. And if you haven't seen Knives Out yet, I suggest you go see it. Right, I mean, pretend Ryan didn't do it if you're one of those people that just, yeah. like, as soon as you see his name, your eyes start vomiting. Yeah, just, like, just think it's, like, Brian Jordan. It's a good movie. It is, it's a good movie, and he earned the, the right to make more. So mm-hmm. you can't tell me someone that gets that much recognition via deals in Hollywood sucks and has no right to be in Hollywood when that shit happens. You know, yeah. just because you didn't like what happened with Star Wars, fine. Say that, but don't 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 sit there and tell me that Ryan Johnson is a is a hack and he blows and he has no talent. That that's just you just look like a fucking asswipe at that point in time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm excited. I hope it happens. I mean, there's there's it seems like there's going to be many more seasons of The Mandalorian to come, so he doesn't even have to wait. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, he doesn't have to do it this season or next season. He could come back in season five and say like, hey. I mean, you know. uh, I don't think this will ever happen just because cost versus doing an animated series, but I want the Mandalorian to become the Simpsons. Oh yeah. Just in terms of we're literally like approaching season 40 or some shit. Well, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like if you, that, that, that title is so malleable and you could do, like I said, in like, pre-season two like you could have different mandalorians yeah i mean nick nick wanted shows, nick like, wanted din to fucking die last season he's like kill fuck that asshole just fucking kill right? this guy and give me Nick's a better like, the title is the mandalorian not the din Dejarin. exactly <laughs> i just want a better mandalorian no, but no i mean uh, like that's, that's it, right it, i mean it, it, i forgot troll troll nick those of you in our discord remember troll nick last mando season he popped out of nowhere and was just he was beating din's ass yeah. like troll nick hated he, he's hated din in season two bunker fucking religious <laughs> yes. zealot bunker, yeah, the bunker boy. boy the bunker boy bullet sponge <laughs> dude that i'm telling you it happens uh. every season though every season he forgets that he's like like supposed to be an awesome gunfighter and just runs into a hail of bullets for Here, no I have reason. full Beskar. That, that's his power, like his RPG powers. Full Beskar. Yeah. He just hits it. He's like, da 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 He's getting fucking ragdolled. Like, like when he says Fennec, he's like, stand back, Fennec. I've got this. It's not even like, hey, I'm a fucking gunslinger. It's just like, no, I'm going to eat their bullets for you. Yeah. Like, dude, we've seen you like, like, shoot people through shit and like snipe people from fucking meters and meters away oh, i love but it whenever whenever it gets to a tense moment he like yeah. freezes and he's like all i know how to do is get shot 
<laughs> oh, when he's with the other mandos in, in that in, in remnant hallway. Oh, yeah. And, and like, instead of just throwing the bomb from, from cover, he's like, fuck it. I need to get a few more yards out of the hall. He's like, doosh, doosh, doosh. Like, get, basically getting concussed punches to his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Din, man. I fucking love Din. So I love funny. him. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully one day uh, Ryan Johnson can pilot Din and, and do a, a cool episode of the Mando Force. But that's probably, like you said, he's uh, on Knives Out 2 now, and we know that Knives Out 3 is right on deck. So he's he's at least three years out from being able to do any sort of like long tail project for Star Wars. I just so. In Mando Season 3, Din is going to come out in like the Mark 1 Iron Man Beskar. You know what <laughs> I mean? Know. Like it's just like full, all he is is Beskar now. Like there, yeah. there's no, no, no fabric showing at all. Like he just fucking walks around like a tank. Yeah. He's uh, like, now nobody can, now I really behind can't be me. It's like Jesus. Yeah, he just, I mean, he goes in the first episode of season two. He literally takes out like a whole fight club by himself. Yeah, and then by the end of the season, all he can do is use his full Beskar as like a crash test dummy. Yeah, he's literally uh, just taking uh, shots. <laughs> and and like in that in that ship when he was with Bo Katan and the rest of the the Night Owls, like. He wasn't. It wasn't even like they, those were dark troopers. Those were just fucking yeah. regular soldiers. Troopers. <laughs> and he's just like, I gotta run down the hall. He's like, fuck it. It's like, dude, they were they were like golf ball sized bombs. He could have chunked that across yeah. a football field. He's like, you know what? I'm tired of waiting. And he he is the Leroy Jenkins of yeah. Mandalorians. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Leroy Jenkins. 100%. Oh no! Oh no! Go! Go! Everybody, get in! Everybody. <laughs> That's still probably the greatest. The Night Owls were just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's like, did you see this? <laughs> like, I just, man, I'm, I'm glad we, I remembered your hate of, of Dummy <laughs> Din. Just, just thinking about him and being the bullet sponge. That second him. half of that season. Uh, questionable. Gar, Gargut's Entertainment. I just want Leia and Slate. Yes, we all do. And Fennec is sexy as fuck. I agree. Uh, Ming Na Wen is a very lovely, lovely lady. Yeah, very attractive. She's like, all right, in her fifties too. She's oh, has to has to be in her. Well, that just goes to show you, man. I well, mean, she I've was always... the original voice of of Mulan in the right first Mulan movie, like the one that correct. Her. And then they they give her like a two second cameo in the live action yeah, live Mulan action. at the end. She's almost she's fifty seven. Yeah, man. God, I'm telling you right now, like. Asian cultures have tapped into the real force for millennia at this point in time. Mm -hmm. They have. I mean, look at those monks that pound fucking divots in the concrete over the years or lay on spears. You know, Ming-Na Wen looks like she's 30 and she's 60. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're, they're, there's something to finding enlightenment and, and Buddhism and that type of stuff. Yeah. Plus probably the way they eat. Yeah. Uh, the way they exercise and just their philosophies on, on, on life. Yeah, she is. But yeah, I mean, she she's aged like a gem, and she's, she's like lady. she's like Disney. Like I said, nineteen ninety eight was when the first one was filmed, and then yeah. she's been like Disney ABC all the way through because she oh, yeah, she yeah. was uh, agent. What was it on Agents of Shield? Uh, agent May. May. Yeah, that was her name. May. She's on great. Agents I mean, she's she's one of the, the the huge leads in Shield. Shield's fucking good show. It is. I gotta I watch like the Shield. final season. But Shield and Agent Carter were just good. TV Good shows. TV. Yeah, definitely. I mean they're they're not on the same level as what we're getting on Disney Plus, but for network TV, they were they were pretty damn good. Uh, I will say the most recent Falcon and Winter Soldier was the slowest, but this was kind of I think this was the law before the Big Bane this weekend. Dude, that show 
is so good. Like it's so to like to, and this is like, you know, we were watching it and we were, you know, the most recent episode and we're like good on Disney for like not shying away from oh, all they of, took the, the race stuff head on. Yeah. Like they could have easily kind of shirked past that and not even addressed Isaiah Bradley. Well, it, as because uh, I'm assuming you're talking about the, the, the black captain America yeah, Isaiah. That, that Falcon goes and visits and he's like, listen, I, I, I could never essentially be the real Captain America because as soon as I got back, they fucking started doing experiments on me. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, how could it, how could it work on a black person? Mm-hmm. There, there's got to be something going on in here. Yeah. No, I, I, no I'm I with like you. It. I mean, that, that, the whole season has addressed that shit, not even tongue in cheek. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that was that episode two where uh, Falcon's getting racially profiled by the police. By, yeah. By the <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, and he, literally he's an Avenger. Like, so... They've done a really good job of taking those head on yeah, and not but, but really. They, but five was kind of slow. But I think it was it was kind of to reset the Falcon and Winter Soldier's relationship, mm-hmm. kind of get the the training montage, yeah, and and to push Falcon closer to taking the shield back. So. Yeah, definitely. So I, I'm yeah. I I really love that show. It's really really good. I'm with you, props. I thought it was a little boring. It, it was it was mostly set up. I, I think six is going to be a banger. And I didn't like everyone was making a big deal about uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's cameo. And how she's either Madam Hydra or is going to be a you know a new big bad, and you don't just bring her in for that. She's definitely going to be MCU. But even that wasn't enough to make Episode Five really really stand out. Yeah. So. I enjoyed. I, I still enjoyed the episode. But oh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it was quality wasn't like, TV. It wasn't like, but it, it wasn't quite as yeah. Intense episode four, as the where fucking four. Cap smashes somebody's head in with the shield. It's a little different. Yeah. And now you're going to start getting into like US us agent like he's gonna be like this you know the the bad guy type of yeah he's a bad guy he's a bad he's he's forming his own shield there at the end we know he's got the serum in him so he's he's just as powered up as bucky uh i like i i I, here's the deal i i still think loki is gonna fucking blow this one out of the pond oh yeah i think the loki show is gonna put this show's numbers to bed instantly like this show is even more popular than mandalorian believe it or not yeah. it makes sense i mean as much as we sit here and we think everyone loves star wars it is still kind of even with how popular it is these days and disney pushing everyone's face it is still somewhat niche yeah uh where where it seems people more people can get everybody into the, loves the comic marvel book universes. like fucking yeah. everybody loves marvel so all right, yeah. So Tones is saying Julia's character was supposed to debut in Black Widow, which makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. that that really not getting Black Widow out or, or their movies has kind of fucked up some of the, the MCU plans that we're used to and, and and having it, like you said, in a continuous fashion. Yeah. All right. So there's a little sidebar on on Ryan's deal. Uh, all right, Nick had one. It seems th- this leak. We got another uh, image leak from the Kenobi set. This one seems suspicious. It's like, hey, let's build up this big fucking arena <laughs> and then cut a of, hole of cargo right crates, <laughs> but leave one hole right where we're gonna build probably the Lars homestead. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if somebody like went through and removed some of like the black tarp that was across this fence, but yeah, it literally makes no sense <laughs> onto how they built this particular like, what the fuck piece of garden. But yeah, so what we can see is a uh, is a set pick. Like a set image, not directly from anybody who works on the set of Kenobi, but uh, that comes from everyone's favorite Noah Noah Outlaw of the Kessel uh, Runs Transmissions Group. Yeah, so we see the Lars Homestead that's being built in the process of being built for the Kenobi set. And um, I mean, really, again, like this doesn't reveal anything. Once we saw the official cast announcement that had 
uh, Bonnie Pice and Joel Edgerton playing Aunt Beru and, and Uncle Owen, we basically knew that we were going to have a scene at the Lars homestead. There's almost no way that you would have those characters in the show and not have a right. So uh, you, you do think there. this is probably the th- this probably is the homestead then, huh? Yeah, I mean, given the shape of the like all we we've only ever seen two homesteads on Tatooine. We've seen the Lars homestead and we've seen you know Kenobi's hut out in the Junlin Waste, and they're all basically shaped the same way. I mean, this could technically be Kenobi's fucking hut, because we can only see one structure here. Um, So it could be either Kenobi's hut or the Lars homestead, but... um, Yeah, because they they had the main hut, which went down into the ground where most of the living space was. Yeah, and then they had like a big dip down... Like that pit, that ravine that that had other equipment and rooms in it. That's where the eating hall was at. At the end of Tross and stuff. Exactly. Because we we only saw, we saw like the kitchen when Baru is whipping some shit up. And then the the dining dining table. And then the door with with their charred corpses. Yeah, and then there was the other room, the only other room you saw was I guess you would call it like the garage where oh yeah yeah where the, the garage C-3PO right. had his his yep. oil dip and and where, where Anakin had his best moment of the prequels yes, for sure yeah so yeah yeah props get your ass out there man telephoto that shit get a get a selfie stick that's like forty feet high yeah and 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 raise that shit up over the fences yeah you know, I know right get a drone <laughs> fly yeah, a dude, drone out there. Yeah, the the SWTS drone. Yeah, we'll we'll sponsor it. <laughs> then one day we can be as cool as Kessel Run as, transmission. As Noah and his yeah. outlaws. But um, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty standard set pick, and it's also like it's it's a bit ambiguous as to whether it's going to be the Kenobi hut or the Lars homestead. But either both of them are going to be shown in this in this show. I, see, I I could be just making shit up, but I believe Kenobi had more of a squarish hut. I have to go back. Maybe his like his archway, like his entrance way, yeah. was probably maybe more squared off. I, I do. I mean, I, I do think this is the homestead, and, and as props is saying that this is the same set where they shoot a lot of the, the Mando Tatooine stuff. Uh, he's saying it's it's a little more covered up, but for some reason they're like, hey, let's build probably one of our more recognizable structures right where there's a huge gaping hole in our fence. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> right in that. front of this giant window. For lack of a better word, but yeah. Um, hey, props! You never know if you're going to get in trouble until you do. So I guess just try it out and see what happens. Yeah, just get a long like you probably you know props. You probably have a, a nice DSLR, <laughs> so you just got to get a long like long telephoto zoom lens, like Matt said. No, I, he, I, we're fucking... talking drone style. I mean, okay. I just just look at like your airspace restrictions, and if yeah. you don't see anything that's going to get you in federal prison, then hey, usually give it a try. if you fly <laughs> low enough, then you're okay. Like if yeah. you. you like you don't hit FAA regulations, at least in the United States, until you're flying a certain height. Because like there's people who yeah, he, fly. He's up there at like thirty two thousand yeah, feet. Yeah, he's like, like, look, I can see it now. Props <laughs> is fucking running into jetliners. <laughs> like, right. oh shit! Like, holy shit! There's a seven thirty seven. Yeah, he's he's fucking uh. just dipping and diving in and out. But no, as long as you're not high enough, then you shouldn't have any regulations that you're going to run into. I'm yeah. in Texas, so I don't know, but like people fly. Oh, there's the, there's no laws. Yeah, there's in no Texas. laws in we, Texas, we, but like people I mean, fly. You, you don't drones. even have to take care of your fucking power grid down there. They're like, fuck it. They're like, yeah. If the whatever. shit gets too cold, who gives a shit? We're not winterizing that shit. It's Texas. Shut it Woo! all off. Nobody Freedom! needs power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just go fly it. And if um, it gets shot down, then we'll uh we'll pay for another one. <laughs> Comment here from Bat. Didn't Obi and Lars have a strenuous relationship? They sure did, and and I do think we will get at least one exchange. Yeah. 
I mean, to, um, like, there wasn't really a lot of shared interaction between Kenobi and Lars in, in like, physical form or, like, in, like, visual form, like, in actual video form post-Rots. But, you know, by the time it comes around to, to A New Hope, you, you know, Lars says, like, oh, that crazy old kook, we told you not to mess with him. Yeah, like going on some old yeah. damn fool crusade. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, there's probably was. I mean, because Obi-Wan... Is literally charged with keeping this child safe until he's of right. age it, to train. You can take it to the bank. You're also probably going to see a, a young, young Luke too. Yeah, I was going to say young, young Luke. Old, is, Eleven. That's the big one. That's going to be the big. Re- I don't think it's like not necessarily like old Luke style. Not a reveal. reveal. I think it'll be a huge moment for fans. Yeah, like, like we're going to be like, like holy a, shit, a very nostalgic, sentimental type of moment. Yeah. Cause you, you know they have history. I mean, it's not like when Luke sees Obi-Wan or hears about Obi-Wan, he's like, who the fuck is that? He he knows Obi-Wan. Yeah, like even... So Obi-Wan recent. definitely had crossed Luke's path multiple times uh, prior. Did you know what would be great? Is if Jake Lloyd had a kid and young oh, no. Luke was Jake Lloyd's kid. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, poor Jake Lloyd. Then, he's, uh, a, he's another one that got the the old ooh, Star Wars he curse. He was Anakin one of curse. the sacrifices. His career yeah, I, I was I think it hit him hard because he was, uh, he he was a true child actor. He was, yeah, yeah. And I think he was doing meth by the time he was a, a teen. Yeah, he, know, he, allegedly. Did not, he did not you know, have the the career that everybody thought he would post Star Wars. Yeah, I, just, I know there was like a mugshot of him. He just, he still looks like Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. But older. So, you know, it's that creepy look where you, you still look like your young self, but you're older and you have like a little dirty mustache. Yeah. I mean, he, <sighs> like, he literally did nothing post Star Wars. He did, yeah, he's the, he did episode <laughs> one and then he did the voice of Anakin Skywalker and all of the all of the uh video games that came after it and that was it. That was yeah. it. So not a not so, a good so who career, knows? Yeah. I mean Tones yeah. is bringing up a point. There used to be in the Marvels, uh, the the Kenobi journals, uh talking about him and Owen kind of going out on some crusades themselves. So maybe we'll even maybe we'll even see yeah. them being friendly. Who knows? Or or maybe we'll see what kind of sours Owen on Kenobi in, in this series. You no, know, it'd be awesome is if they were starting to get encroached upon by some sand people and then Kenobi and, and Owen have to go out and, and handle business. That there would be go. pretty cool. There you go. Yeah, so I mean, it is really we we can't beat too much out of this image, but it, it, I think I to me the funniest aspect of this topic is the fact that you know you you, you bring in all these fucking it's like shipping crates. containers. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, it, legit shipping containers, stuff you see on the huge barges stuck in the Suez Canal. They, they it looks what do you think they stack them four high? Yeah, three or four high. Yet right where they build <laughs> the Lars Homestead, they're like, yeah, let's just leave two of these out. Fuck it. Yeah, it's like we don't need those <laughs> to cover okay, up. We'll, we'll make it. We'll make it easier for for people to try and grab images and whatnot. Oh, I mean, man. even the the angle on this image, someone looks like it could be a drone, or they're definitely up on some scaffolding or another building. Because I mean, this, this is pretty far up in the air. Yeah. If you just look at the angle of the image we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're definitely so, shooting. There down you go. There, there's your update from Kenobi. One of these days, maybe you'll be getting them direct from the SWTS instead of these bozos on KRT. SW props, if you start giving us uh, some some set photos from your drone, we'll, we will name you the official photographer yeah. of the Star Wars type show. You'll become our, 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 our source, source, our inside source. Inside sources have told us, have shared images with us. So there we go. All right. Uh, so tra- transitioning away from the Disney properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and this also is coming from Reddit, but I, 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 I do think this is going to happen. We are, we are, we are in the, as we call it, the video game reveal yeah. slash announce slash a progress update season, right? I mean, this is typically when we'd be having the the dices, the packs. Uh, we're a month and a half away from E3. Uh, so the fact that a rumor popped up today on Reddit that Star Wars Battlefront Battlefront 3's announcement is nigh uh, does not surprise me. I will tell you right now that almost this exact same post, like with these numbers and everything, came out in January too. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that I don't know if it's the same person, but like on this gaming leaks and rumors one, like they've been talking about Battlefront 3, like. Coming soon, announcement coming soon since January 28th. So, um, but I, I like what I'll say about it is they just ended support for Battlefront 2. Um, and I am more than likely on the on the side of some of the commenters in here that are doubting this because I think they already came out and said that their next focus for DICE at least is Battlefield 6. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the bullet points say. It's still very, very early into development as most of the team is working on BF6. Should expect an announcement sometime in the coming months. Don't count on a full trailer. Uh, it's scheduled for a late 2023 release. Uh, it's going to take advantage of the new consoles, solid state drives, all that fun stuff. Uh, last bullet, the game is positioned to take a new direction for the series that will distinguish itself from the last two installments. And whoever type this is mental yeah do you see how like, they, they capitalize positioned distinguished in installments for some Dude, reason look at wait, wait i, I want to send you this because i i literally found like no he's sending it through secret channels Hold <laughs> on. this is the exact same like remember when i told you i was like this is the exact same post that happened three months ago i just sent you the exact fucking post <laughs> and if you open it up and look at it it's literally it, it they just copied and pasted it well, I guess I guess they figured it was it was time to break it out again. Yeah, <laughs> they just, yeah. Look at that. It, it's a different. It was a different poster, but yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I I still with with where we're at in the year. You got game announcements coming up. I, I I'm not going to completely poo poo this, even though Nick just kind of exposed this as retread. The timing would be right to make the first reveal announcement, considering it's still two two plus years out from release. That typically is when they're going to want to at least say, "Hey, we're doing this," right? I mean, look at Lego Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga. Yeah, I mean, that's been two plus years since its E three reveal. Uh, but now, I mean, Nick kind of definitely pissed on on everybody's parade here. But I think it's but just like I'm still I'm still holding out hope that there will be an announcement by E3 or at E3. Yeah, I mean this. I think it got retread because in the original post it literally says set a reminder for April 20th, and that's what ah, today okay. to today's right. April 20th. So people are like, oh, go back to it. But like they haven't even announced Battlefield Six yet. Like there there's been no Battlefield Six official announcement to my knowledge, at least. Like. 
I don't think. All right. Well, hey, some some days you feel like the show's going to be light, so you throw up a bad topic. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, we'll see though. I mean, we, no, no, you're, no you're reason totally... to no reason to, to 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 shit down my my mouth. Way to that. fucking go, Matt. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it could happen. You're right. We're getting a con season, or you know, what would be con season? Yeah. And, whatever the fuck it is these days. Yeah. You know, so it's very possible that they just throw up a. a Battlefront 3 splash screens be like coming whenever. Yeah, speaking of cons, did you hear those dickheads at SDCC are trying to hold SDCC over Thanksgiving? Yeah, I saw that. I don't know why. What the fuck is wrong with people? I mean, like, all of these, like, companies and stuff like that are, like, really just kind of screaming for money. Because, like, they lost so much money last year. I mean, I, I understand, but it's like... First, if you're planning on doing it in the states, don't even try to hedge your bets anymore. Like, like COVID is never going to get to a an acceptable level like in Australia or in New Zealand. It, it's not going to happen. I mean, we're we're still coughing up like fifty to sixty thousand new cases a fucking day here. The variants are crazy. So just like you got companies like SDCC, like, hey, what if we just push it to the fall? Everything's going to be back to normal. No, it's not. Because people will not get on board with what you need to fucking do. Yeah. This is, it's always been simple science, all right? I'll, I, and I'm not going to go down a COVID rant here, but hear me out. Viruses need hosts. This virus needs humans. If you remove the humans long enough, it fucking dies. <laughs> like, dead. It doesn't come back from the dead. It's dead. It needs us to live. If you keep providing hosts for it to live, it's going to thrive. It's going to mutate. It's going to get worse. It's going to nullify the shit we're trying to do. So all you idiots that are bitching about restrictions and your freedoms and you can't go fucking bowling. If you just suck it up and be a grown up and enlighten yourself and take one for the fucking team. And I hate humans and I'm still considerate enough (laughs) to wear a fucking mask. Even though I've been vaccinated, got my second one today, I'll still wear a fucking mask outside because it's simple science. We are the food. Stop it. Stop giving them shit to eat. And then we can get back to real life and not worry about Comic-Con trying to be held on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's just a weird. You selfish fox. I mean, con season is going to come back next year regardless. Like, it'll be full force in 2022 for sure. Um, So, I mean, I don't know if it's just like they're trying to do a limited version of it over Thanksgiving or just trying to put something on the books so they can start to sell tickets and get their revenue back under them. But, yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know, because usually cons would start, I mean, in May, like next month, like, you know, cons would start kicking off. Dude, I mean, the the gaming shit starts in March. It it, it would go dice. Packs, E3, Gamescom, com, com, yeah, Germany, Tokyo Game Show. That that was like the the big season. Yeah, and then <sighs> you get all the all the little stuff after that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, we'll we'll see what happens with this Battlefront three release. Like these people are very adamant that it's going to happen today. I mean, we're pretty far <laughs> through today. And, 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 <laughs> hey, I can tell you right now, when I was in gaming media, any big gaming news would come out on a Tuesday, yeah. but not at four fucking o'clock. Yeah, okay? no, it would be all gaming early. news would break by ten or noon Eastern time. Period. Yeah. that's it. Like you want the you want most <laughs> of the day for stories to come out. People start 
putting out interviews or whatever whatever they yeah. need to on on the yeah, no, on no one field. no one's paying attention to the, the the game news scene right now everyone's either wrapping up work looking at the clock thinking about how the fuck can get out of this dead-end job i just want to go home i fucking hate my life it's 420 someone give me a bong rip <laughs> Um, uh, who knows? Uh, I, I think what Nick is trying to say in a nice way is, "Hey, Matt, you fucking wasted about twenty not, minutes of your time today posting this for the show." So, but uh, it's, we'll 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 see. Maybe later, but not definitely not today. Um, but Battlefront Three, you know, probably going to get an announcement for it sometime in the next, I would say, year. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get a Battlefront follow up. I mean, think about Battlefront Two released. And people hated it. Mm-hmm. Yet once they kind of reversed all their bullshit, it be it lived a pretty long life it, for it a, was basically a free to play game. Like two and a half years of full development and free content right. releases, I think, or two years. So there, so there is an audience. Impressive. There is an audience, and and if they do, you know, maybe detweak it, make it a little bit more like the classic Battlefronts, while keeping a a, a, a heavy focus on some sort of single player canon based campaign. Yeah. People are going to eat it up. We'll buy it. We'll play it. We'll enjoy it. We'll play multiplayer once and say, fuck the little kids. <laughs> I'm going back to Outriders. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay, um, Nick. Yeah. Next up, ne- we got, got the Lego Bad Batch shuttle leak. And yeah. uh, this is kind of what you were, we were talking about last week when we were talking about Bad Batch stuff. And, and you had, uh, pointed out very astutely that throughout the the Bad Batch trailer that we got, you really didn't get a good look at Crosshair after a certain point. Like he basically right. kind of disappeared, and you were postulating a a heel turn. He's going to end up being the bad guy. Yeah, I just I want to remind everyone of this because when it does happen, I want my fucking accolades. All right, I, I went I went on Reddit. I want I, I want people to recognize that we're not just two dumb fucks. I mean, we are. Yeah. But I want him to realize we're dumb fucks that actually have worthwhile takes on Star Wars. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm talking, I, I, I did the crosshair, crosshair betrayal thing. I've been running with it since that second trailer. I didn't look at other people's opinions. I got that. I, I put my video up as soon as the fucking trailer came out. So I'm taking all the goddamn credit in the world if this comes true. And if it doesn't come true, <laughs> I'm not taking any credit for that. Yeah. Okay. It's like, hey, it was just I'm speculation. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to be like the other leakers are like, hey, you know, that's what they told me. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, crosshair is going to betray. And Omega is going to be a female clone, the last unaltered clone of the Django DNA set. Yeah. And she, and, and she is going to have Im- implications beyond the bad bad. Our sources there, have told us. Okay. Yes, there, we there's know this. Special. And, and the source is my fucking brain because I'm somewhat intelligent <laughs> when it comes to Star Wars science fiction and, and figuring shit out. There you go. Thank you. You heard it here first. Everyone else is repeating it, just like Bat said. That's why Bat's a good man. So he, this new the 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 shuttle, the Lego shuttle. Right, right. Basically. So it, it sounds like we're we're getting a a Lego Bad Batch shuttle set, and this Lego Fulcrum group. They they're just like randomly listing the contents. And if you look at <laughs> at point number four in all caps, just to make their point. Yeah. Crosshairs included. Imperial suit. There you go. So what it sounds like in this set, one of your minifigures is Crosshair, but he's not wearing his Bad Batch armor. He's got on an Imperial suit. Yeah. So so this is either Lego people fucking with shit 
or Lego fucked up and, and somehow let this image leak out to where people could start magnifying glass and, you know, busting out their microscopes, analyzing the package contents, looking at the box art and and making assumptions. But if there is a crosshair minifigure included in the Bad Batch shuttle and he's not in his Bad Batch gear, that throws a little more credence to my theory that he breaks bad on Kamino uh, before they all have to get the hell out of Dodge. I mean, the only other possibility is like, that they all have Imperial suits because they were like presented with Imperial suits right as Order 66 was happening. And that's when they like decided to turn away and they only mentioned Crosshairs, but then everybody had, I don't know. There, there, there would be no reason why Crosshair would have one and nobody else would if Crosshair did not turn to the dark. Yeah. So other things they say they saw on the set, I guess, I mean, there are some toy collectors on here, uh, a lime green speeder. There's helmets. Only tech has a new mold. Two guys have hair. Gonk droid is in the set. The shuttle is sand blue with red stickers, spring loaded missiles, separate spare red studs. That's, that's kind of, one of the hair looks like Kylo's hair. The other is yeah. modern doc. Ock. So it's like, so tech tech is the one with the short hair doc Ock cut. And then Hunter is the one with like the longer hair. Wings are fins are plate build. The fin won't be as good apparently since one side has studs and the other anti studs. You can tell these are like hardcore Lego people. Yeah. Echo has arm painting on his alive arm. I like how they call alive his, arm. His one arm, the alive arm. Is uh, that is that what you're supposed to go to to people now that have lost an appendage? Be like, hey man, how's your alive yeah, leg doing compared your to your alive your, your half dead appendage? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's like Jeff the Drunk's dead arm. I mean, I get that, and I guess now we have alive arm. So. Echo has arm painting on his alive arm, pearl gray with a gray hand on the mechanized one. Okay. Echo does not have screw the screwdriver arm, apparently. That's just so. like an attachment, though. Like the arm isn't always a screwdriver, right? And it wasn't a screwdriver anyway. It was like a. It was like a. Yeah, it's one like of those a, portal things. Yeah, it was whatever. It was like a. Like it's a, a. It's a roach clip, right? Yeah, it's 420. Exactly. Echo. Yeah. Echo also partakes. Hey, I just want to comment in here. Uh, Lima Ford just joined in and he just uh, gave birth to his first daughter, I oh. believe last night or yesterday. Obviously he didn't, but his wife. So kudos, congratulations. Vizente, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Glad everything turned out all right. Welcome to the next level of your life. Uh, you have definitely just ranked up and, and your life will never be the same. And it's mostly in a great way. I mean, there, there are some times where you're like, what the fuck did I do? But for the most part, and this is coming from a guy that never wanted to, ha- to procreate, period. I didn't even have my first kid till I was fucking 36 years old. Uh, so it's not like I was always, I got to have babies. I actually was anti-baby as it gets. But now that I've had one, she just turned five. It, it easily the best decision I've ever made. So congrats. Um, I, I'm happy for you, buddy. But yeah. Kiss your toy photography time goodbye, especially <laughs> once once your little one starts hitting two or three. Uh, you got another year or two where you can sneak away during nap time and, and putting them to bed. But uh, your your time as Vicente is is slowly running out, my friend. Yeah, but congratulations, you're be Daddy. From now on, that's all you're going to be known as. Yeah. Uh, so man. I just I, I'm I'm a fan of Lima. He's a good guy. He's in the uh, he's one of our Discorders. Discord. He's a long timer. And uh, he shared that with us. So I just wanted to address that. 
All right, so um, that's kind of what we got here, but it sounds like a Lego set may be uh, bolstering my claim that that Crosshair breaks bad, and and I think he's going to break bad within that first seventy five or seventy minute episode coming up yeah, on right. May the Fourth. Be with you. Should be pretty fucking awesome. All right, all right, Nick, buddy, we're going to cross over into the uh, the I guess the collectibles portion of the show right indeed we used to lead with collectibles and top five now we kind of end with it because you know not everyone is both a star wars fan and a hardcore collector like myself i mean nick is he's more probably your your i don't know I, i'd almost say you might be nah fuck it i i, I mean kung fu's pretty hardcore hank the stuntman used to be pretty hardcore neither one of them collect like my dumb ass so <laughs> there does seem to be two factions of star wars fans right yeah, like that. there's there's those that love it and honor their love through collection, and then there's those that love it just and they love it and and they don't feel the need to spend you know thousands upon thousands of dollars to honor that love. Yeah. Right? I mean, I have a few things, and I have tattoos as well. I have three Star Wars tattoos, so that's that's pretty immortalized on yeah. on the body. That's hard. Yeah, that's hardcore. I don't I don't have any ink. I mean, that's it's not a pussy thing. It's more of a my my skin is broken. So I I don't really know how it would react to uh let's I probably my my vaccine band-aid rash just went away now and I got it about yeah, you 8 hours ago like my my skin is ridiculously sensitive you have to start off have, with uh, like a small one to see how the skin right. would react for sure I would love it I mean don't get me wrong 41 I'm in the best shape of my life I feel like I could actually sport a a sleeve and not look like an asshole if I took my shirt off you know like I I, saw, I still have somewhat muscle definition uh, I even have like stomach muscles these days, but as my daughter pointed out when I was shaving, right, you know, <laughs> I put, I put some effort into my workout and diet. So on Friday, that's my best day of the week. I feel my best. I'm the most emaciated. I like feeling emaciated. I can see some abs. <laughs> she comes in, I'm shaving without my shirt. She comes in, she's like, daddy, how come your, your butt fat is so high up on your back? <laughs> I was like, no, that, that's not butt fat. That's, those are called love handles. And daddy's, <laughs> these days, all the remaining fat of daddy's is stuck right there. So, yes, oh. I, I still have huge love handles, but she said that it was my, my <laughs> butt fat, <laughs> my upper butt fat, basically. I love that, man. Uh, Kids, get ready for that, Lima. Kids say the darndest things. Oh, right? yeah. No, it was hilarious. Like, I'm in the best shape of my life, and she still thinks I am a fat fuck. So she keeps me honest. I love it. She's like, Daddy, your back's fat. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say so much shit about fat people in front of my little kid, but I, I've got a problem with fat people. <laughs> um, I, let's just put it this way. I could be on my 600-pound life. I have that same addiction to food that those people have. I just made a decision after I hit 230 for the second time in my life at five foot six that I don't like feeling that way. I like feeling emaciated. I like people saying, hey, man, you look like you work out. Uh, so I did something about it and I stopped eating like a fucking pig. But there is not a drug in this world that I love more than food. 100 yeah. percent. Food, food, food. All I want is food. And that's why I talk shit about fat people, because I know it's just it's, it's a will. It's a lack of willpower and laziness. Just say fucking No exercise diet anyone can do it don't give me this shit you're you're born this way or it's your metabolism it's all an excuse you p- 
pussies. There you go. All right, man. Toy time. Hot toys time. And holy shit, dude. They've done it to me again, Nick. We just got the reveal last week that the live action Ahsoka, the Rosario Tano, yep. is being immortalized in one six scale action figure form. It's a pretty figure, too. Man. It's, I mean, come on. I, I was talking to Tones. Uh, you know, I'm like, well, dude, I mean, Tones, he, he's now gone full into, he's buying the Delad shelves, the glass shelves with the lighting. I'm like, well, you, you're fucked. You're Ooh. fucked. You've gone down the same <laughs> rabbit hole that 1-6 Shooter warned me about when I started dabbling in 1-6. Once you start buying the glass shelves, it's over. Just just you're admit done. defeat. Just admit you're going to probably be spending at minimum $1,000 a year on Star Wars Barbies. Just take it, it's half over. of your paycheck every month and then just give it over to, to Hot Toys. Right. So, and it's just, they've absolutely slayed the Mandalorian wave. Yeah. Both season one and now we're, we're moving into season two. Uh, at this point, we, we've tracked it here on this show. I'm pretty sure I have every single Mandalorian hot toy either in my house or on pre-order outside of the just generic Mandalorian Death Watch one. And I think that's it. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the only one I've been able to say no yeah, to. Because we like actively bashed that figure when it was on the show. It was yeah, it's just Fett. like, come on. I mean, how many just Boba Fett-like characters do I really need? Yeah. Uh, even though I I bought another Boba Fett with uh, the Boba Fett, Boba Fett helmet, that will be my third, or third and fourth, because remember, I got the deluxe. It comes with no helmet Boba. You know, Nomad Boba and the the uh, remade Neo Boba. But anyways, we're, we're looking at the Ahsoka right here. She's coming in two formats. You're going to have just a figure. And then there's going to be an Ahsoka with Grogu and a few a extra pack-in accessories. Yeah. And um, I, I've got some of the shots up here. But my God, I mean, the, the, the sculpt is spot on. It's the the seamless joint system, so you don't even you don't see wrist joints, you don't see elbow joints. Uh, the face is dead on. The these two short neck tails are dead on. Just beautiful. I mean, I look at the cloak. Look at this figure, Nick. I know yeah. you don't like. I mean, you don't have the same appreciation that we do. But just as a fan of art and sculptures. You know, Nick loves the, was it David? He likes to look at his little penis. <laughs> but that, that's just a damn good looking figure. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, they couldn't have done the sculpt on this any better. I mean, if you look at that face, that literally is just like a carbon copy of, of Ahsoka, oh, you know, of Rosario it. Dawson's face. Um, like you mentioned, the cloak itself, the soft goods cloak is so well made. It looks, I mean, it looks weathered. Like it, they I, you know what I also like? What, I, I like this for any Star Wars figure because when we see them in the show, you can't really get all the the nuanced detail of their costume. But if you go back, I'm going to go back to the shot with her not wearing a cloak. Where the fuck is that? Come on, driver. There we go. But you get to see more of the detail. In the, I mean, she really did have a, a full-on samurai kit on. Yeah. She even had the the like the split toe ninja shoes, yeah, like the, say, the, like the ninja the, turtle feet, the flowy pants that she had the, the, the shin guards, the yeah. ankle guards. She has like those those beads hanging off her belt. Yeah, yeah, full Ronin like, style for exactly. sure. Exactly, like the, like the puffy pants. So, uh, like I said, this is coming in two formats. Uh, the uh, pre orders are up, and and I was surprised to see the 
the price difference here. Because I was getting all high and mighty in my write-up, like, hey, you know what? Who the fuck needs another 1-6 scale Grogu? Because everyone probably <laughs> bought the full best Garmando with, with a Grogu that comes with it. So how dare Hot Toys try to give me this deluxe version of Ahsoka with Grogu? And as you can see on the stream here, the only extra thing you get is a lamp, a tree stand, and like a, a cardboard cutout of the uh, uh, Corvus forest, right? Yeah. So I'm like, if that's, I bet they're charging 50 extra dollars for that. So I'm only going to get the Ahsoka version, all right? And this is before I knew the price. Then the price comes out, and, and come to find out, the Ahsoka with Grogu is only $30 more than just the Ahsoka. Do you think it's just because, like, is it literally the same one that's in other packs or is it you, like, no, that's the other thing, Nick. He actually has a different pose in the other packs. You, okay. you're, you're, you, you are getting a new version of one six scale Grogu. So the fact that they're only charging $30 extra for a Grogu, a lamp, a stupid stand and a background. I mean, honestly, the, the, the stand could be dio parts for us photographers. So it's not that stupid as well as the lamp. Yeah. I've changed my tune. I'm going to get the fucking deluxe. Fuck it. I yeah, mean, for $30, $30 extra dollars, yeah. I'd be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth uh, the small price increase. I mean, just the like the lamp in the stand alone, like, you know, you could do whatever you wanted to do with the Grogu's that you already have. But like having two set pieces like that, especially ones that fit so well into the Corvus landscape where you saw Ahsoka, like worth it. Worth it for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm a sucker for Mando 1-6. That, that, that's out in the open at this point in time. I mean, I might as well just go to a 1-6 one, one the Mandalorian figures anonymous at this point in time <laughs> and try to get my chip or something because it. I, I finally you know, kind of let slip like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, Heather, I've got about $5,000 pre-ordered over the next couple of years. And she's like, huh? What do you mean? What was that? 5000 I said, oh, yeah, you know, I got some toys on pre-order. She's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you always do. No problem, right? Okay. When she heard the 5000 she's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what like, is yeah, wrong well, well, Heather, it's like split over a year or two, so it's not that bad, right? Right? <laughs> right? Please As we're sitting right. here trying to figure out ways to make our house more valuable and more fun, I'm I'm down here, piss, like, literally pissing money into sideshows coffers yeah. for pre-orders. Matt's like, look, <laughs> like, we can just sell the house with the figures in it, and it'll increase the value. Yeah. Oh, oh, you wanted to do the deck? Five thousand? It costs five thousand dollars. Sorry, we don't have it because I already spent it on fucking hot toys. <laughs> you know, it's like you see that shelf down there. That that basically was our indoor or in-ground pool. Sorry. Oof. Sorry, Oof. I guess we should sell more Funko Pops. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, yeah. There you go. Props. He says, "I I won another raffle, babe." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I like look, that. I, it's free. That, that's a good lie. I like that one. <laughs> it was I got it for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Connor, when it comes to these types of releases and comments, just don't even bother with them. People, people are angry at everything. I mean, they're they're fucking figures. Yeah, they will and, always and find reason to hate something i i've i've looked at it this way if, if i think a collectible looks cool and i like it who gives a fuck what other people think? yeah i also right. like to a little subtle detail that i just noticed on it her her forearm or like her upper arm wraps are wrapped the same way that you would wrap a katana hilt like that ah, same wrap pattern that. it's pretty fucking yeah no it, it's pretty excellent pretty, but pretty it, it, it's out now it's on Sideshow, and it's looking like uh, it may hit 
all of our homes uh, July to September of 2022. There so you go. Like, like a lot of these new ones have been shown off. You've got a year, year and a half. So do the layaway. The layaway just k- takes the pain away. That's, that's what we like to say. <laughs> go layaway. It takes the pain away. But look at that, Matt. You had a perfectly placed ad on there too. The, the pre-order link on with the big green button was right next to all the pictures. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Couldn't couldn't so, come. I don't know, that. man. I mean, I, I'm still enamored by what what Hot Toys is doing with their Mandalorian figures. Re- really, any of them. It, it's hard. It's something that I mean, when I was younger, I'd look at them and be like, "Oh my god, I wish I could get those." And now that I do have a little disposable money, you know, thank the universe, all that fun stuff. It, it's hard not to just be like, "Oh, you remember when you wanted those and you couldn't get them and you had to wait." Well, now just buy them yeah. all. Now you don't well, have that, to that's wait what for it is. anything. <laughs> I always tell my dad, and I, I do appreciate how my parents raised me with money. Uh, it sucked back then. Like, I hated their fucking guts. Like, hey, how come, you know, Joey, his parents bought him the Nintendo. Well, that's Joey. You have to fucking earn it. Like, you have to do work. I'm talking like five years old. Like, you got to fucking earn it. Yeah. And from that point on, if I wanted something big and it wasn't coming from Santa Claus or, or shit like that, I had to earn it, which meant waiting and, and suffering during that wait, almost dying inside like, but they have it. I just want it. It would make me so happy. And they're like, no, you got to fucking earn it. And, and it did teach me the value of money, the value of savings. But on the other hand, it completely broke me when I did start getting money. Yeah. Because now it's like, fuck you. I never want to feel like little Matt used to feel xbox series x coming out buy it ps5 buy it hot toys ahsoka buy it (laughs) like there's no waiting anymore like like no too much ptsd from when i was little and having to wait and earn it if i got the money now and it's not going on credit and not digging my family in the credit debt it is getting purchased yeah no no shame in that hey you're an adult you've you've earned the money to to be able to do that so fuck it here's a dude props is fantastic listen to this one (laughs) This is some expert level collecting shadiness if your significant other doesn't like what you do. So, <laughs> oh no. All right. So, here it is. This is his tip tape up empty shipping boxes every week and make random trips to the post office to make it seem like you're selling toys to get more toys. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, man. You're welcome. I love that. <laughs> over time, they're like, man, I know that you sell a lot, but it seems like we're just keep. Yeah, it, like it just keeps getting more and more like your your collection gets Babe, bigger what happened to the vacation fund i thought we were going to be able to buy our hawaii trip this year but it's at zero <laughs> i thought you were selling all those toys and winning all those raffles what the hell's going on with our money <laughs> it's like, uh well i like that you know <laughs> the that that yeah I don't know what happened to that. I can actually see. I, I can actually see collectors doing that if they have, you know, a, a significant other that's always busting their balls just so they don't have to deal with it. Just like taping up a box, like I'll be right back. Just sold that mall. Yeah, don't worry. Be right back. Don't worry. Just got five hundred. Oh, can I go with it. you? I got some, no, no, no. It's it's the too much smog out today. I'll take care of it. <laughs> see you, love. Bye. <laughs> uh, props. I like the How way you think. Shady you are, sir. Uh, All right, so sticking with the toy topics, we got a. Uh, th- this was actually kind of a surprise drop today. Yeah. 
Uh, if you, in honor of the Lucasfilm 50th celebration, which has kind of been going on all year. And at this point in time, I think we all realize that anytime there's an anniversary to celebrate for Lucasfilm slash Star Wars, they're going to figure out ways to get fans to spend more money. Right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so we, uh, we got a surprise drop of four new Clone Wars figures that are headed to the Black Series line technically for the first time. There you go. And, and the the cool thing is, oh, I fucked up Hit the, the post, if you so. if you refresh, I fixed it. So you okay, should. Be, thank you, but. Nick. Look at that guy on top. Look of at him. He, he's doing behind the scenes <laughs> type of producer shit right there. <laughs> but but kind of the neat thing with these, it's the packaging, Nick. Yeah. And, I like uh, it. That packaging is what they used for the three and three quarter inch run when mm. they had these Clone Wars figures. Uh, when this when the series first started so yeah. that's kind of a nice touch and the fact that you're getting some of these characters you know echo you're gonna get arc trooper echo but apparently as connor has said and even i saw on, on a few of the comments today i can't believe they put him in that shitty fucking new arc trooper mold <laughs> fuck i hate you hasbro i'm gonna kill your mom that type of shit <laughs> i don't know if connor uh, went that far <laughs> yeah but no not him i'm just saying yeah like, in general reading i mean to me i think the echo looks fan fantastic i don't give a shit if he's too hard to fucking pose who gives a shit i can't pose him even if they have posable joints so you're gonna get the echo here's the deal though Th there's two things that, that rub me the wrong way with this and and joe has has hit on that here in the live stream chat and by the way if you ever want to join in we're on youtube star wars time show do the live streams typically on tuesdays around 2 30 to 5 36 ish you never know the first thing I'll say, I do not think these face sculpts look as good as we've been getting from Black Series. Uh, Echo already looks a little too shiny, too plasticky. It just just doesn't look as good as some of the clone faces we've got. Yeah. Um, I, I, will see, this the, is, I think the Anakin looks horrendous. I was going to say, this Anakin face is awful. Like, I think this it is looks so bad. Yeah, I, I think the Anakin face is a big miss. I read the article because there, there's actually an article on StarWars.com talking with a guy that designed these and, and why certain choices were made. And apparently, since these figures are technically from early Clone Wars, he wanted to capture Anakin more towards the... Like the younger? Not as, yeah, not as close to Revenge of the Sith, long hair Anakin, but starting to grow his hair out from clones <sighs> Anakin. But this the face but, itself, is it's not the yeah, hair. Like the hair is okay. It's just... The the face sculpt itself just looks bad. Like Yeah, I don't I'm not loving this Anakin at all. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna be a dope and try to get him because I want a six a six inch general Skywalker figure. I'll just plop I'll probably throw on one of my old boy cut heads or or hell, even the Black Series Revenge of the Sith head. Uh, I, I just I don't think the Anakin head looks right. Who knows what it's gonna look like in hand? Uh it, it just it just looks like, as I was going to say, but Bat kind of beat me to it. It looks like they just upscaled the three and three quarter inch version of Anakin. Like they're just like, hey, fuck it, just blow it up and, and print it bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anakin's head just looks off. It does. Um, Kenobi, Kenobi looks look a bad. yeah. He looks a little better. Uh, still a little shiny. It looks like he could have uh, like huff paint eyes a bit, right? Like he, he looks like he may have been sucking on some spray paint. Not as bad as Derpy Kenobi from the original Black Series Revenge of Sith Kenobi. But I, even the Kenobi, something's like, eh, 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 whatever. 
Uh, and then Hawk, hey, he looks cool. He's a pilot. I, I don't think there are any clone pilots at the six-inch scale, so that's a nice pickup. So here's the, the biggest shit bomb with this announcement. Mm-hmm. Target exclusive. Oof. That's all I have to say. Oof. That's all I have to say. Anyone that's tried to collect over the past year or two when Hasbro does this with Target knows what that means. When you say Target exclusive... It's like saying, hey, Hasbro Black Series fan, pull down your pants and let me kick you right in the balls. Because you're probably not going to get it. You're going to lose out to the bots, and then you're going to have to go on the, the black market and pay double the price. Yeah. I don't understand why Hasbro takes these types of anniversary releases that you know are going to be super popular like you know the three and three quarter inchers and and the big clone wars people the people that collected this line back when it came out they are going to want to get these figures so why are you making them an exclusive uh it's i'm assuming people in other countries won't be able to get them unless other retailers in their countries get the deal that target has but I've pretty much had no luck getting anything that is even somewhat uh, sought out after on Target. So I'm not expecting I'm going to get any of these. And, and that's kind of a, a shit bag. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I, I don't know why Hasbro makes these choices with these types of figures. It's yeah. like. It's, uh, it's got to be money. Like Target has to pay a certain amount to them. To, to have this as an exclusive. It doesn't make sense that they would just like rotate exclusives. Like the, the, these retailers have to pay a certain amount for it in order for... for I, I understand, but do you think that that finder's fee or whatever you want to call it, Nick, is greater than opening it up to say, I don't know, every retailer? Yeah. I mean, you think I, Target's paying them like, hey, we'll, we'll give you $50 million. I, I, I don't... It's probably not that much, but they're definitely paying them something. But of, of course they are, but is it enough to remove product from every other retailer and global retailers? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't, don't see how that could, that works out unless Target has something on Hasbro that could, you know, send them to jail. Maybe they know, you know, Hasbro's a, a pedophile. I don't know. But it, it seems odd that Target always gets these coveted deals, yet it turns into a shit show for the fans and these types of releases out of any release should be for the fans. No, yeah, you're 100% right. So it is fucked. So for those of you who are trying to get these, I mean, I know at one time, didn't Target have like an exclusive Star Wars tours, toys portal? But oh, I don't they know still if, do. If they do. No, they Nick, do. you're right. I mean, they're, they're, they are probably the most ingratiated with Hasbro's exclusive program these days yeah. with Star Wars stuff. But it's just, it, it's odd. And, and you know... I mean, hell, we're, we're getting it right here just in our tiny little live stream chat. Uh, I mean, you know why Hasbro had to kill the, the, the chat system on its fan event. It's because people are like, hey, quit fucking doing exclusive releases. Quit doing Target <laughs> exclusive releases. And yet they, they always build it as, oh, it's for the fans. Target's like, for the fans. Like, get the fuck out of no, here. No, it's not. If it's for the fans, you would sell it through one central location all the time. Just sell it on your fucking website. It makes no sense to have it through. Oh, time. oh, fuck Hasbro, Hasbro Pulse Premium. I, 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 I didn't re-sign up for that dumb shit after every time I went to go buy figures from there. Right when they released, you couldn't get them. And those are basic figures you couldn't buy right from Hasbro. Why are you people trying to get me all ramped up towards the end of the show? <laughs> I, gotta go, I gotta go to bed tonight. Yeah. 
All Fuck right. it. Well, so I don't know. I mean, it, at first I was like, oh, this is cool. We're getting Echo. We're getting the the generals. We're getting a pilot clone. And then the, the target exclusive shit is like, uh, well, probably not going to get those. Uh, apparently yak face is saying street dates looking like may 19 on these but i guarantee a pre-order or whatever the fuck they do uh, will probably happen before that but unless you're there and you get lucky or you know how to use cart bots you're probably not going to get all four of these if if even a single one good luck to all of you is all i can say for that (laughs) yeah so here we go happy happy hunting and try not to have a stroke like i usually do yeah (laughs) <laughs> okay um I, we got last one here and and this actually uh, a couple of our our fanboys sent this i, I yeah. think you said greg who snaps hit you up yep i think tones might have dropped it in there too uh but we all know david prowse passed away a, a few months ago and now as things go when people die it sounds like his family or his estate they're like hey fuck it let's try to make some money off of his death so they're auctioning off his star wars collection yeah i mean he had a big memorabilia collection not just from star wars but from other projects that he worked on as well a but obviously orange. you know he he's known for playing the physical presence of darth vader in the original trilogy so um they will be auctioning off a lot of his uh a lot of his stuff that he got from set or that he was given by other members of the cast. You can see one of the first images on here is a signed portrait uh, from Mark Hamill itself. It says, for David, you'll always be Dad Vader to me, your loving son, Mark <laughs> Hamill signed. And that was in 2007, so relatively recently, 14, I mean, 14 years ago, I guess. Hamill's such a goob. He always is doing that. I know, like dude, dads he, and sons. Mm-hmm, you I see Hamill, Hamill's doing a, a movie with that fucking, what's his name, Burt? Kreischer or Kry, I don't know. He's like some oh the guy who did, always takes his shirt off, the comedian. Yeah, he's like real fat and yeah. does it. Like he, yeah. I don't know if he started as a comedian or like a travel show guy, and then he turned it into comedy. But I mean, good for him. He's got Netflix specials, and he's doing a, a look like a, a movie with just Mark Hamill. So I mean, yeah. he did something right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Mark's been working on you know quite a few things. Obviously, we know that he was, uh, you know, reprised his role as Luke Skywalker at the end of Mandalorian, but he's got the Masters of the Universe TV series that's coming up on Netflix, did he, he did, I believe. He did like a like a fantasy series too, like Nightfall or yeah, Night it was Something Night or something. I can't remember the name of it. I don't even know if Nightfall. Yes, 2019 series. It was on the uh, the History Channel. He played a character named Talos, which was essentially like a like another exiled type of knight character. Got you. Um, he's in this so. Squadron 42, the video game, he voices somebody, uh, Lieutenant Commander Steve, old man Colton. And then the machine movie is he's just he's just listed as father. But that's the one with Burt Kreischer. Oh, so he's he played. So this is about Burt's life. It says Burt's drunken past catches up with him 20 years down the road when he and his father are kidnapped by those Burt wronged 20 years ago while drunk on a college semester abroad in Russia. What the fuck? All right. I'm I'm just I'm scrolling through some of David's stuff. It is it is some cool like old 70s style shit. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, he played like a, a green cross guy or something. Yeah, I'm I see that green, UK used green stuff. cross code. So that's I don't know if Tones would have any uh uh any insight into the green cross stuff, but 
Yeah, man. I mean, David. Yeah, tones. UK people. What the hell is used to Green Cross? That definitely doesn't translate to American pop culture. It said playing Green Cross Code Man. Code Man. Like, what's the the best job he'd ever had? Is that like Smokey the Bear? (laughs) I was going to say, is that like Red Cross? Is that like a Green Cross Code Man? Yeah, I don't know. Green Cross Code, superhero character created in England in the mid 1970s. It is kind of like. Like a like a like a health and safety thing. It says Okay, yeah, like do yeah. the right thing, kids. Yeah. Don't be a fuck off. To raise All awareness right. of pedestrian road safety in the United Kingdom. Multimedia green uh, cross code. So so you're telling me then if they had to do this campaign, you must have had motherfuckers getting run over left and right in the UK. Like what the hell was going on over there? Jones, how many people did you hit with your car <laughs> in the seventies? What the hell what were you doing I mean, over there? You had like a you had like a like an epidemic of, of little kids getting ran over in the street at crosswalks Gosh. or something to, to get a superhero. All these people coming back it. from the pubs late at <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> Don't cross the street, you fucks. <laughs> But no, um, you know what? I when I was there and drinking it, I think I went drinking up in Camden or something. I did a lot of drinking in London too. But I do just kind of remember walking all over the place, and their, their streets are like, you know, you just have a car fucking. They they turn weird there, and obviously yeah. they drive on different side of the roads. So hey, guess so. I mean, he was he was working like David Prowse still did a lot of stuff even up until you know. 2016 he he was in a tv series did an episode in a tv series and then he was you know doing guest appearances on talk shows and stuff like that over in the uk so um but yeah i mean like you can kind of look at his his imdb page and surprised he's not selling his cod piece from a clockwork orange yeah yeah, i know right (laughs) right but i mean what what david prowse primarily was before he was darth vader was he was a bodybuilder like he was he was a, yeah he's a big he's a big man yeah, he's mean, a professional bodybuilder and then after dude. that he kind of transitioned into doing some some smaller big roles, dude roles. TV movies and stuff like that yeah, i so. mean look at look at look at eunice i mean sometimes yeah. it pays to be oversized yeah, just to be I know, giant. it's probably not awesome to be that tall but uh, i mean for someone that's seven foot plus i think he landed exactly where he needed to be. I mean, talk about being lucky. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right, right when Peter was kind of tailing off, he was just there at the right time. Yeah. Like seriously, he like Junis, basically if you're that size, you're either a basketball player or you do shit like that. You're like, do shit in movies yeah, or, or just die young. Yeah. Cause I know, you're, cause you're, just, like your body's not supposed to be that big. Yeah. It's, it's really weird, but, yeah, Junis's only five acting credits are episode seven, episode eight, Solo, the the Smuggler's Run in Galaxy's yeah. Edge, and then episode nine. That's yeah, it. I mean, what, what, what the fuck else is he going to do? I mean, people that size stick out. I mean, I get you could throw them in the Predator costume, but yeah. Oh, All right, man. so do you know when's this going down? I mean, I guess we're just like, hey, auction, and then that's it. Yeah, no, in here it doesn't. Let me see. Yeah, I, I've been scanning through it. I don't see shit. So, People hey, can go. bid until May fourth. There you go. So it's just an open, open yeah, it's online open type bidding. Of so you can go online and you can find where you can bid for these items um, online. But it the the bidding will be open until May the fourth. So once if you, I mean, I assume that you can bid from anywhere. You don't have to be from the UK to do it. 
Um, so if you're interested in that, you can look up yeah, uh, David Prowse's set. David Mo- Prowse's hey, Nick, set, money so. talks and it translates, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't care where the money comes use, from. Use your crypto. Yeah, really. All right, it's about that time to transition into the final segment of the show, the fan segment, the one you all love, the one where some of you get honored, the one where some of you get ridiculed. I mean, Nick, <laughs> Nick has been known to kind of make fun of some of you these days. Sometimes. So let me, let me get the, the slack prepped up to make sure we're not on the shit-talking channel. Here we go. We're definitely in the clear. And we're going to start with this week's question to fans, which sucked, as Tones pointed out. <laughs> Or it could, it could have been a lot better if I was could have been thinking. the 420 question. But you know what? We hey, st- we, you win, we you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So here's a question. Just This was based off of the... Uh, oh, I was weak, but I need to do it. It was based off of the Boba topic today. So what other bounty hunters do you want to see in Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. All right. First Who up, we got, first? we got our good friend Kingdom of Weird. He's in the Kingdom chat. He's the newest member of our Discord. He says, Cad Bane, IG88, and Ochi of Bestoon. Maybe a gnarly looking cyborg Dengar, too. Um, so, yeah, he's thinking Dengar is already starting his transition yeah. to that, that thing we he's saw. He's already replacing in pieces. The Rise of Skywalker <laughs> that you would have no clue it's Dengar unless you read the, yeah, read the, the fucking, the, the, the visual, visual, the visual guide visual or whatever. Visual dictionary, yeah. I, you know what? I mean, we obviously, we, we saw a lot of Cad Banes, which I would love too, and it makes mm-hmm. sense, if, especially if they're abandoning the, the that Clone Wars arc. I think that would make a great episode of Book of Boba. Yeah. You know, let, let's let's fully explain the dent in the helmet and kind of revisit that duel. IG-88 got a lot of good ones. I, I believe we're going to be reading one here from Lights, Camera, Tentacles soon. I like uh, the IG- Ochi. Yeah, I was going to say, I, my favorite, though, and, and one that I, I wasn't even thinking of is the Ochi. And the, and the reason I say that, obviously, you know, the, the sequel trilogy is what it is. It's canon. We, we got to live within it and love it or hate it. And he does play a role in it. He's in a movie. He shaped the legend of Ray Palpatine. Someone shoot me. But, I mean, if those of you that pay attention to my my comic book recaps, reviews, he's played a huge role in Darth Vader's path yeah. uh, pre-Return of the Jedi. And he, he's actually become kind of a, a fun character uh, with Vader and just watching Vader just treat him like a little punk. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I think that'd be that'd be a nice and ad you know, to get like a character the, like Ochi in there. Yeah, the, the machinations are already happening in the background for you know the right, the emperor course. on um, Exegol and and like getting things moving towards yep. you know his eventual rise back into the uh, to the galaxy. So having Ochi kind of maybe even just popping in and out. Or, you know, not not necessarily playing a huge role, but like playing, you know, comes in one episode and 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 causes some trouble and then we don't really see him again. I think that's a good call uh, from Kingdom of Weird there just to start to, like you said, build up more history behind this character. I mean, he was a Jedi hunter. This guy was one of the best there was personally hired by the emperor himself. So, yeah, build build the legend a little bit behind him. I like that call. Um, yeah, I think I think it'd be nice. And, you know, any 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 anchors they can put into the past for the sequel trilogy, I think will help. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Hey, down the road, if we're still dumb enough to still be doing this, we could be talking about the, you know, another animated series or another uh, project that kind of massages some of the wounds of the sequel trilogy, as we've talked about the clone wars and rebels and whatnot doing for 
yeah, uh, the prequels, at I, least at least for me. So. I really hope that that does happen eventually. And I know that, you know, it seemed like George's plan all along for the, the prequel trilogy was to have that show that kind of ran at like ran in between two and three because he knew that there was a big gap in time. Right. But I, I do hope that the, that we do get something like that for the sequel trilogy, because even though it does happen in a lot shorter of a time period. I mean, you're talking the entire sequel trilogy may happen over two years, if that. Oh, yeah, if that. If that, yeah. I mean, Ryan's choice to continue I mean, right you away. you were literally I mean, bang, bang. You like zero, you zero room for any type sort of character growth or exposition. Yeah, like, you know, and then we don't really know the time period. I think they might have come out and said the time period between episodes um episodes eight and nine i think it was it, mostly it, in a the year book. a year at the most yeah it was it a was year a year because i think boyega mentioned that too because he was talking about like his hairstyle and the, and the movie and everything yeah tones you keep you keep mentioning this black-haired wookie bounty hunter that is black kershdan mm-hmm. or kershdan or how the fuck you say it but that's who it is yeah he's been rumored to make a to to pop up and and book a boba or the mandum he he fits on either one yeah uh, so yeah I, I think that's that's gonna happen for sure so yeah, hopefully hey look at that Jared Middleton's in here Shark Boy there we go <laughs> Shark Boy oh man <laughs> I like his, his shark head's pretty sweet yeah I know I've been seeing it a lot on his uh, on the IG feed hey he's a, he's uh, a he's a motherfucking influencer he he's a Star Wars time show influencer yeah he, but he he reps us we love him yeah. He's got the personal hookup with Mountain Dew. If anybody needs oh, yeah. Mountain Dew, reach out to Jared. I, yeah, I'd assume that at this point, he he almost has a, a lifetime yeah, unlimited supply. supply. Unlimited. He just gets them. Uh, every <laughs> week, a, pallets show up to his hill, house. Hillbilly fuel. But he is required I, I never by contract to blow up a certain amount yes. of the Mountain Dew. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, all right, next up here in the fan question of the week, we got Swit Picks. He says Cad Bane and the original Hunters. So, I mean, that would be Zuckus, Forlom, IG-88. So kind of the whole crew that we right. saw. And, and honestly, that, Nick, I, I will not be surprised if even if it's background or, or Easter egg tongue-in-cheek shit, if we, if we make it through Book of Boba and we don't see a majority of yeah. those... Bounty see, hunters. I would like to see like five Lom, like four Lom's kid, and he's like, "Yeah, four <laughs> Lom got wasted. He he took yeah. a he took a laser bolt to the face, and I'm his son." Five Lom, <laughs> yeah, there you go, like yeah. IG eleven, yeah, five Lom. You know, you gotta you gotta come up with some because I mean, this is a very dangerous business. So we're just all assuming that all of these bounty hunters just survived from when we saw them and in, in right. Empire Strikes Back. All the way till after, you know, like post yeah, No, I mean, they, they do shady shit. They're, they're working for good guys, bad guys, mercenaries, in-betweeners. I mean, all their whole uh, job description is you will do shady shit. Exactly. So I imagine that some of them had to get wasted. Maybe. But I, I would. I mean, because they don't really. They were they were background in the original yeah. trilogy. They, yeah. they didn't do shit. I mean, I think boss maybe went, Ugh. yeah, like boss literally like semi growled when one of the, yeah, I think, the I think Dangar walked up turned him. his, turned his head a little bit. Yeah. Like four was standing there. Zuckus was drunk. I mean, you didn't get shit. So it would be, it would be nice just to maybe hear them interact or yeah. I don't see them reminiscing with Boba. Who knows? I, I do think if it is going to predominantly take place in the present Mando timeline, that Boba, will not fully revert to his evil ways. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd even like to see him fuck up some of his old uh, 
competitors. Just throw down know? with Dengar and just fucking. Because it's not. I mean, at least the, the few comics I've read of, of of Boba and I plan to read the the War of the Bounty Hunters. It's not like they were all buddy buddy. I mean, no. they're, they're they're in a competitive business. Yeah. They they might have teamed up on jobs like we saw Din and Eleven do to, just to make it easier and split a bounty. But they're fucking bounty hunters. I mean, they, they'd easily sell one out at the drop of a fucking hat. Yeah. To to get the bounty. Like so. these people were in it for the money, and like even in in previous works and old canon, like Boba Fett literally told Han Solo, he's like, dude, I don't have anything against you. I don't not like you. People just want you dead, and they keep paying me to do it. Right. So, like, you know, at one point they had to work together to to take down Han Solo's cousin, which was like Thracken, Sal Solo at that time. But, like, that's how bounty hunters work, man. Like, a, one bounty hunter may get a fucking contract to go kill another bounty hunter. To get him, like, yeah, exactly. You know? That's it's just, not a very, I think the only thing they honor, and we saw even Din didn't honor all the bounty hunter code, is just... You, you, you know, if, if you do the bounty, you, you turn it over and get your payment. That's about yeah. it. Like, that's the only code that a bounty hunter has. It is a money business. Like, they don't give a yeah. fuck about anything else. Cutthroat is cutthroat. I mean, yeah. they're, they're even shadier than scoundrels and smugglers. Yeah, because at least scoundrels, you're not, you know, you, you typically are, are smugglers. You're not trying to kill people. Like, you're, yeah, you're running spice. You're moving shipments or something like that. But typically... Right. You're you're you have a little bit of a uh, of wariness about like just running into a building and shooting somebody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Din dropped off what he thought as a baby. Yeah. To to the client and, and was leaving. He was on the fucking ship. Yeah. If it wasn't for the shifter and his heart kicking in and remembering his own, you know, being ripped from his parents past. Yep. He was he he gave up a fucking baby to the bad guys. A very small child. Yeah. Like, here you go. You can have them. See you later. (laughs) Yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, Cad Cad Bane, the originals, we did get a lot of those. Just, uh, you know, we got Swit picks in there dropping some knowledge. Here's Lights, Camera, Tentacles. I would love to see IG-88 in action. They already have most of what they need to put him on screen done already because of IG-11, but to see IG-88 in action being a horrifically intelligent and sinister assassin droid, which spreads its consciousness over several different bodies, would be absolutely awesome to see. He could be one hell of a threat. Yeah, I mean, so is that canon that he can do that? Like he can? I, I'm just going to take his word for it because yeah. I'm assuming that's like comic book canon. Could be. Uh, but it does sound like he could almost infect like a hive other, mind, kind exactly of. like other other machine based. Uh, that would be pretty beans. fucking sick. I mean, I I agree though. Like seeing, I think a lot of people would have an appreciation now for IG Eleven, given IG Eighty Eight, like you mentioned from Mando. Yeah, it would it would be a good nod to the noobs that came in. Like, yeah. oh, I love baby, I love Star Wars. Who's your favorite character, Baby Yoda? It's like okay, it's like well, a, how much Star Wars have you watched? It's fine. I'm not I'm not one of these high and mighty Star Wars Can't fans. The more the, the more the merrier. Like the more the merrier. I don't care if you're a new or old fan. I'm not that fucking. I'm not a, a cocksucker like that, but uh, it would be it would be kind of a, a nice callback. So, but yeah, IG88 popped up a lot. Who we got next here? Passage to Alderaan. Passage to Alderaan says, "I would like to see Dengar and a flashback of him rescuing Boba from the Sarlacc pit." So you so you think that that Boba did not get out himself that he was rescued? 
Okay. Well, I I hope that this all gets put to rest come December, and it has to. I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to sit there and be like, if they don't show us Boba's resurrection, I'm canceling Star Wars, and it's Kathleen Kennedy's fault. See, I told you, John Favreau wants to d- get away with her and take over. St- no, I'm not not going to get into that dumb shit. But I will be disappointed if we don't get even a a a montage a, a Cobb Vance style backstory for how he gets the fuck out of the Sarlacc. It has to happen. Yeah, you gotta get something. You can't. It can't be completely ignored. Even just like you mentioned, just like a short. Uh oh, hold on. We're getting we're getting hot news in from the live stream. Uh oh, Yak Face just announced an Imperial Yakface. Black Series crosshair and Imperial armor. Oh shit. Oh. Oh my god, he just see. put up a whole bunch of posts on his site. Retro oh, that's retro collection Mando figures. I don't really care about that. It must be on Instagram. Hold on, people. We got breaking news. Yeah. Here. Let me see. Breaking news for collecting and for Star he Wars. He does not lore. it says, okay, so he's got a he's got an image of the box right here. I, I I'll share I'll copy and paste the post to you, Matt. I'm already on you it. Got it. Got it says it. it's just it's first post. Yeah. Or it just says Bad Batch, right? Yeah, but go over to the third image on there. It says okay. Crosshair, Imperial, like in parentheses, Imperial, formerly a member of the Bad Batch, Crosshair's Told lo- you! Crosshair's Told loyalties. you, motherfuckers! Shit. I didn't need to see this shit. Yep. I told you exactly. Exactly. Read the summary. Yeah. Read it. It says, Crosshair's loyalty shift after his team defects from Imperial service committed to the Empire. Crosshair leads a new squad... Listed recruits. Bang. All right. Well, we'll we'll thank uh, thank you, Bat, for the tip, and we'll we'll thank Yak Face for the proof. But I did not need to see that to predict exactly that. There we go. So, what should I start saying, people? Should I say <laughs> my sources told me this, or should I keep just pulling it out of my beautiful mind like I've been doing? No research went into this. I watched a fucking trailer and called it. Day one. Eat it. Eat it, KRT. <laughs> Matt, he's just connected. He's connected into the force. And go look at some of the comments on that video. Tell me that I'm fucking stupid. He, oh, it's, it's just the way they edit it. No way. Fuck all of you. <laughs> I win. That, yeah, listen listen to SW props. Everyone, standing O, I'm going to get up and take a bow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that, that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. Yes. All right, so, Great I mean, that's about as official as it gets. People like me, I don't need this stuff to predict Star Wars' future. I've got the force. Yeah, tap But in. I do like getting some backup here, so thank you, Yak Face, for that. For that confirmation of my excellence. All right. So last up for the fan question of the week. We just talked about Passage to Alderaan. Wanting to see Dengar save Boba from the Sarlacc. And then Dom Tober says, let's see Cad Bane. Valence or it is that? Yeah. Valence or Valence. It would be cool to see a live action dirge. Um, didn't we have some dirge rumors recently? Like there was some, some rumblings about dirge. Well, he, he has been re-canonized. Yes. Um, yes, Tones. I'm not mad that I'm right. I'm mad that no one still knows about our show and that I actually do have decent predictions sometimes. That's what it is. Yeah. 
So a lot of it's a lot of it's, you know, I get, I get worked up. Like I said, I'm not going to be a monotone like every, like this is how most Star Wars podcasts (laughs) deliver their podcasts. Even KRT, I've watched some of their stuff and they're just like, oh yeah, did you guys see that news? Oh yeah, it was cool. Do you guys want to hear our next leak? Oh yeah. Um, Crosshair is an Imperial. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I can't wait to see it. So yeah, I I, I get a little nuts. I I like to shake things up. That's not nuts. But no, it is. I mean, it does come from, there is a little bit that is truthful. I mean, it is, it's like, how many fucking videos and correct predictions do I have to make before we finally break with with the larger Star Wars fan base? It's probably never going to happen to this point. I, I just need to come to that realization. But here we go. Here's another one. I mean, the ass, ass figure fucking hurts. I called the Book of Boba at the beginning of season two. Yeah, he literally, like, it's, he, he like, found Literally the clip. said he's going to go back to the palace, talk to Bib Fortuna because he had to get his, his, uh, slave one out of their parking garage. Essentially, is what I said. And it fucking happened. <laughs> now, he killed Bib, but come on. I mean, it's close enough. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, yeah. You sound like Mike's. Fuck you! I sound like Mike. You know what Mike Zero would say? <laughs> Mike Zero would say Kathleen Kennedy made crosshair in Imperial because she hates white men. <laughs> That's what Mike Zero would say. Don't you ever compare me to Mike fucking Zero, <laughs> you son of a bitch! Oh man, <laughs> you just you hit the nerve. Tones. You hit Mike the nerve. Zero, my ass. Um. So yeah, Mike so- Zero's a. F- fucking piece of shit so dom tober here mentioning valence which is i oh, don't anyways, know i don't know i, about I think this he's character. the um isn't he the bounty hunter in the current bounty hunter yes. comic like he's got the robo face yes exactly it's Bealert valence um so he is in the new bounty hunter comic run so um a lot of people <laughs> but, yeah hey nick back to your point on Dur- dirge we just said he's being recanonized yeah. and would make would make sense because he's coming in through the Afro comic. She's kind of mixed up in the bounty hunters and yeah. all that shit. So he would be neat to have a, 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 a show up. Yeah. Like, Tones, think- hey, come on, man. I'm just, I was just fucking with you. <laughs> I know you're kidding. Come on, man. Come on. You guys take me Tones. too seriously sometimes. Yeah, this is this is not a serious show. We don't hey, ever say anything. By the way, seriously. did anyone else notice, and I probably shouldn't say this yet, I haven't had to pee yet. I know, right? I'm like, I'm almost getting to the point where I need to <laughs> no! pee. No, no. <laughs> if Nick pees first, it's going to break the universe. I know. It's the whole show's just going to shut down. We, we either, we either got to finish or I just going to go say, force some I'm pee gonna out. I'm going to power through until we get done <laughs> because all we have left is the quick update on the battle bracket and then our top five. All right. Yeah, here and you then go. we're out the door. So, uh, so th- thanks for the feedback, people. We would like, uh, we did have some variety here. Uh, we did have some variety in responses, but we're still only getting like 12 comments and three or four story replies. And as you can see by the uh, numbers on the battle bracket, not a lot of interaction there. So, yeah, so step it up, bracket, my friends. I mean, this week wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as the sub 100 <laughs> votes that we saw a week ago on just on the Marvel only fight. But this week was the closing out battle for round one. So it was Revan versus Obi-Wan, which I, like I mentioned last time, I believe was a, a rehash of one of our fights previously. And it ended the same way. Obi-Wan Kenobi, 73% of the vote, Revan, 27% of the vote. The total vote breakdown was 158 votes. Go ahead, Nick. Read votes. me as a loser. Shame yes. me. Go ahead. So Revan know, had This is what 40, you like to do. Shame us. Revan had 42 votes. Obi-Wan had 116. So it was a real big blowout. 
And yes, for those of you who want to know who voted for Rebin, who I thought should have probably won this, Haywood Pop, whoever that guy is, loser. <laughs> Dad loser, fat, yeah. Loser. I, I just like his loser at the end. <laughs> SW Props, loser. It's Action like, figure uh, snaps. The end of Willy Wonka. Yeah. You lose. Yes. <laughs> you stole fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> Uh, Rob uh, Chase, Baron's Black Series. Ooh. I mean, all of these big dumb they're, idiots voting they're for. They're with me in the in the loser bracket. Yeah, Star Wars Toys seventy three, loser, loser. But um, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I told Matt this earlier before we went live. It's like I just realized that that that, that the Kotor game, the original Kotor game, where you know Revan is the your reveal the big Revan reveal and everything like that. That came out nearly 20, that was 18 years ago. Right. So a lot of like, yeah, probably we, unless you've, you've, you've dipped in the Swago or, or, or like Swotor, your parent yeah. got you on, onto uh KOTOR, you, you may not know fully about the, yeah, the, the Revan. Yeah. Either, you know, unless you've played those games, you have no idea who that character is. Cause he never really came into, um, he never really came into to even animated series. Like he was no. just solely in video games. Don't don't worry, Nunez, Justin. I'm a loser too. Yeah. Even the, even the host of the show was <laughs> got the loser label this week. All it's of all you good. are losers. We and that was not decided by me. That was decided by the vote. Okay, uh, I think that all of you are fantastic people. No, I, I do. I mean, unless you're <laughs> hardcore, you probably aren't very deep in the Revan. Maybe if you saw art, it would send you down a path like, oh, who the fuck is this? And you might research it. But I can tell you, depending on your age, it seems younger generations no longer know how to do any sort of research or fact checking or looking shit up. So I could see where people would be like, oh, that guy looks cool. I wonder who he is. Eh, fuck it. I'll swipe to the next social media yeah. thing. I mean, also, at. there's... A lot of fan art now, I mean, like, not fan art of, you know, like, toy pics and stuff like that, but, like, people just no, create oh yeah. characters themselves. Well, there's a them. lot of fan casting of Keanu Reeves as... Yeah, well, we'll as, get to uh, that. I, I believe... Oh, oh you picked we'll him. We'll get That's to right. that. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> we'll get to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard. You, I can't... I don't expect people that are in their mid-20s now to know who Revan is, just because it is, it's been such a long time. Well, I, you know, Big Amish, he's younger... Uh, I believe he's in his early 20s, and he's just saying he's struggling playing KOTOR because the gameplay is weird. It, it is. would be. Like, someone someone that didn't play it originally or didn't game back in the, the turn of the century when gaming was still very wonky and a hit-or-miss experience, it would be a slightly jarring to play it now. Yeah, so I, like, I, I could understand. It's, it's not an RPG like you're used to playing now. Like, if you're used to playing... Even like Final Fantasy style turn-based, like old Final right. Fantasy turn-based RPGs, like it's just different. It is more of a, you know, you can you can pause combat in the middle. You have to queue up your actions to I, do you know your what? I actually stuff. like that. I like that. It <laughs> does because it allows you to no, save they... yourself from death. <laughs> Damn straight. Easily. I like playing it. I mean, it almost makes it like a real-time strategy. You yeah, know, like an XCOM almost in a way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the, like a lot of people don't have the appreciation for Revan that older fans do because of the KOTOR and stuff like that. So right, I really do shows. hope that we do get a, a proper either reimagining or like, you know, remake of KOTOR 1 or we get a, a follow up that includes Revan in some way, shape or form because that character does need to be properly resurrected. And it was, you know, one of the best 
uh, non-canon old EU characters that you could have you could think of. So. Oh yeah, um, I, I liked them both. I mean, Malik too. I just those two together, their designs. I mean, it, to me, I'm usually drawn to design first. It's probably why I love the Empire so much. They just have a a more pleasing aesthetic than the rebels and good guys usually do. Yep. You I mean, are correct. Yeah, seeing those two together. I mean, one guy, he's got that, like, the, the red, he's got a cape, he's got a steel jaw. The other dude's got a Mando helmet on, but he's wearing a hood. It's all good stuff. No, so, yeah, oh, absolutely. well, Mr. Hello there takes the cake, huh? Yeah, he does. So that is going to set us up for our round two bracket that's coming through at the start of this week. Actually, at the you know, the conclusion of this show, I guess you could say. And that's going to be our, our first matchup will be Anakin Skywalker versus Darth Maul. That comes off of the two battles prior to that. Um, so Maul versus Anakin Skywalker. That's going to be a big matchup for our fan base here because we got a lot of Maul homies. We got a lot of Anakin lovers. So that'll be fun. And then the next one will be Palpy Palpatine versus Wolverine. That should be an interesting one to see how see how that all breaks down. So that's check this out. We can start charging fuckers on Apple Podcasts now. Oh really? What? We can launch our our, our official Apple Patreon. Oh shit! We're gonna get money out of all yeah, of you. You guys can now. offer premium subscriptions, which would be. I think that type of content would just be me rubbing my balls on the mic for 30 minutes. I know. Minutes the straight. only thing that I see podcasts <laughs> like, doing for like monetization and stuff like that is that they do an extra podcast per week that only subscribers get. Yeah, big fucking deal. Yeah. Or, or like you can listen to it earlier than other people's. Like, uh, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's like, okay. Oh, well. I mean, I guess more power to people that do it. But yeah. But I, we I still will not be charging it. you guys for it. Not yet. One day we'll scalp you all for... No, I'm telling you, if I can get people to pay me to just rub my balls on a mic for like 15, 20 minutes as a special subscription podcast, I'll do it. There you go. Matt will do some ball ASMR for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched it? Howard's done some bits on ASMR, and that shit is fucking weird. Oh. Man. I have not no. seen that, but I know that. You know fucking, what it is, though, right? It's, it's literally like people just make videos of them either eating, sometimes yeah, farting, I, burping. I know the ASMR. And I guess people just I, listen to it. I've never watched it, though. And I can, ima I can imagine that, like, Howard's take on it, like, or the, his, like, is it like his, like, his weird crew? Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's okay. just like, hey, check this shit out. Okay, it's fucking so he weird just, like, hell. does segments. Like, I thought he no, was, like, like, getting these people his, are weird. No, no, no. Like they, they've actually found people that do a ASMR, like weird stuff, like eating, like. Okay. Hum, 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 I thought he was hum, talking about like fucking high pitch hum, Eric gets hum, on hum, there and hum. starts doing ASMR, which would be fucking weird. No, no. no. <laughs> like oh, no, man. it is weird. It is just like I guess people either get off or it helps them relax just yeah, to listen to like, people I, make strange noises. I've seen it like like the first like the ones that that I was like more familiar with is like people like crinkling plastic or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just like, weird, weird shit. Weird, weird stuff. But I don't know, man. People are it, weird. It, you know what's the best part? They have more YouTube subs than we do. Oh, yeah. Just like, <laughs> that's maybe we need to do that. It's just like crinkle plastic into it. Right. SW Props wants just us like, to start an OnlyFans, an OnlyFans. Uh, I'll like, start licking. Well, hey, that's basically our podcast now is OnlyFans because right? it's not like we have a huge following. Yeah, it's only our uh, fans. So Okay. Um, All right, man, let, let, let's, let's put this thing to bed. Yes. Let's move into this week's version of the Top 5 Star Wars Fan Artist Features. 
I guess I got to lay it down. You never know if there's someone new. But the way to get involved in this segment and to appear on the infamous Star Wars Time show is to tag us on Instagram anytime you share something Star Wars. Yes. Star Wars art, collectibles, whatever. If you think it's artistic and you think it'll catch our eye, at Star Wars Time Show on Instagram and use hashtag Star Wars Time Show. Throughout the week, seven days a week, typically in the mornings, my dumbass will scan through all the tags, all the hashtags, and I will select shots that stand out and will be featured on our account. Then at the end of those seven days of features, you know, we're talking upwards of like a million shots, right? Seven times 12 is at least 5,000. Nick picks his five favorites so these are the cream of the crop to nick if you got problems with it you take it up with nick i have nothing to do with this except everything because if you don't get past me you don't make it to nick's eyes that's right and then lord nick cannot pick you for the top five so again if you want to get on this star wars time show have your work featured and discussed and licked and loved (laughs) At Star Wars Time Show on Instagram, hashtag Star Wars Time Show. And go. make sure to put all of our shit first before all the other pages and tags. Yes, we have to because come Because we, we need to feel special. Somehow we need to feel special. But there's people, uh, the feature pages were getting kicked in the face yesterday from some of the big accounts. Really? And those rain kind of sent out a message like, hey, if you're a feature page and you're asking me to thank you for featuring my work, what helped your page grow, go fuck yourself. And I was like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, Um, I'm never going to call ourselves a feature page, even though we do feature and I know exactly why we feature. And it was exactly what Nose Rain was saying. But I think we do it the best. You literally the first thing you see is this is this person's art. It's awesome. And then we talk about and promote said art. So uh, I'm never going to feel bad about leaning on the community to, to get some juice to our own following. But we are a podcast account. First and foremost, at least one day a week, multiple hours a week. We are podcasts. We are not feature. But we we definitely used the work of the great community to grow our own tiny community. Yeah, to to build up a little bit. So thank you all for submitting your shots this week. And first up in the top five is actually, it's a new account. There was almost like three new accounts in this week's top five. Oh man, you're getting good at this, picking straight noobs, because I think this was a a first First time time them tagging us. I featured, and look at this. And then bingo, bango, top five. Dreams can come true. Dreams can come true. Here it is. It came from the toy box, is the Instagram handle. It came from the toy box, and he has a masterful Mando Luke, is what I'll call it, Mando Luke shot. Yeah, it's and great posing. It great is. Posing. It's just fantastic posing. So like, I got to fix the screen. Don't yell at me, people. Keep going, Nick. I fucked <laughs> It's like, up. it's it's the shot where you still like, as a fan, you're watching it like, is it Luke? We don't know. It's Luke. You don't right, see right. the face. He's still completely in his black cowled self. His, you know, his, his full outfit, green lightsaber ignited, hand out towards what we can see in the foreground just barely in the foreground you can see one of the dark troopers there approaching him and it just it just captures that perfect essence of that mandalorian moment where he's walking in he lands his his x-wing and he's walking in to save grogu 
and his companions. It just, from the hands I mean, to me, troopers. to me, what stood out was was the pose. I the mean, it's atmosphere. a great, great pose. Yeah, atmosphere. It looks like uh, I'd actually say that's post. Okay, yeah, the smoke in the bottom processing. Is, uh, processing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's just it's a great use of a of a cardboard diorama. I believe that's the uh, an extreme set, which are just cardboard based. But as you can see. When used properly, they can make for some very nice sci-fi backgrounds. Indeed, they can. Uh, but it, it's just, I'm I'm always uh, shit jumps out at me a lot in toy photography. But I, I'd say one of the biggest is is a well posed shot. Mm-hmm. That that's always going to catch my eye. Uh, the 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 second it would be a well composed shot. Uh, so posing always gets me in in, in compositions. Yeah, uh, but I I did like this one, so it, it's a good start. From it came from the toy box. Keep it up. You got lucky. Now don't feel like it's owed to you, like some <laughs> like, noobs do when they get it right away. <laughs> who snaps? What? Uh, no, <laughs> not, I just I, had a... Greg, that's, just <clears throat> that's just Greg's bit. Trust yeah, me, no. <laughs> I, I know you don't monitor the socials like I do, but I can't tell you how many we get now. Like, oh hey, I've been tagging. You ever gonna feature me? Or hey, can you share this and this? And it's like, hey, come on. It's like, yeah, you the, gotta the more listen. you do that, the the less, the, the, less... the more I'm gonna associate your name with scrolling past yes no like it (laughs) yes tag us and then look like matt says it's not like we can't put up everything everybody who tags us it's it's ridiculous and we still probably i mean i i don't even think we sniff what star wars the black series would get on a daily basis but it's getting big enough to where now the features folder because remember i i save shots every day i scroll through i take screenshots put them in a features folder it is now at 326 to go yeah. And that's current through mid-March. So we're talking from mid-March until mid-April. On top of sharing 12 shots a day, I still have 320 to get through. Yeah, just saved shots. I mean, So it, it, the, the queue builds up, my friends. At this point, it's like taking tickets. Uh, it's going to get featured at some point in time if it's a great shot. I typically, I will pull one brand new shot. That is the lead feature. I will then go back to the the back end of the feature folder. So the oldest shots, I will rattle off five of those. And then depending on some of the new stuff, if it's new accounts and I want to get them featured early so people can be exposed to them, they may make the final six shares for a day. But a lot of times I'll just scroll through the folder and stop. All right. That one's going today. Scroll and stop. That one's going today. Yep. So there really isn't... A, a a a system to this it, it's very subjective to start right i mean just to get to the feature folder you have to catch my eye yeah uh, and i'm i'm it's not like i'm some high art person if i like it <laughs> i like it it's going to get featured but it, it, it the queue is building up so just be patient yeah but all right uh as for it came from the toy box go give this person a follow only 174 followers on this account i'm not sure how long he's been in the game but you can see he's got plenty of work up there. Lots of different focuses too. One of his most recent shots is Batman from Batman Beyond. Then we got some Star Wars. Then we got some Texas Chainsaw Massacre, some Spawn. So a lot of different things he's doing out there. But awesome to see this this real, really nice piece uh, of Luke Skywalker yeah. from Mando good art. Shot. From, good from, shot. Uh, it came from the toy. All right. Box, so, well, well, I can already, I know who this is. I mean, it's like, you know who this is. Yeah, yes, of course. I mean, it, black series, BLK SRS, he's, and we all know this, anyone that's been in the toy community, toy photography community for a while is 
you can just see images and instantly know who the artist is. I mean, Black Series is one, Jason B. Michaels one, one mm-hmm. six shooters one. Uh, press pause is becoming one for me. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, obviously, I look at more toy photography photography than probably anyone that listens to this show. Think about it. Every day, the first thing I do for at least an hour is scroll through everyone's Star Wars work. So I've I've developed an uncanny ability to just look at shots and instantly know the artist, which does happen. Artists, yeah. they, 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 they have their style. And yeah, as soon as you scrolled this up, I was like, damn, yeah, that's that's a black series. That I mean, is- we we shared the the C three P whatever the fuck they call C3P themselves work grows there yeah. you go work more or less sweat picks and black series I shared all three of their latest um kind of what what would you call it their series their yeah they 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 essentially they pick a figure and then they all go create their own shot for it they don't they don't tell each other what they're gonna do they say hey this week uh, they they shot the Mandalorian loyalists so. Work more or less, he does a shot. Swift Picks does a shot. Black Series does a shot. And they all look very unique, but if you look at them, they all look like the artist that made them. You instantly know which one was Jason's, which one was Zay's, and which one was Spencer's. And clearly, I mean, Black Series, I mean, that dude, he was on like, I think he was on like Sky News last week. I was going to say, dude, I heard, his, I heard somebody talking about him recently. It was on like television. And yeah, I don't know I, what I mean, the he, fuck he's it was. blown up. Like a lot of these, um, a lot of these social media sites that have millions and millions of followings has started finding his behind the scenes, which he actually he makes great behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, we'll eventually talk about Zay's shot we're talking about, but Black Series makes some of the most engaging behind the scenes because it, it's like he. He storyboards his behind the scenes is the best way I can say it. Like he has a plan. It's not just like my dumb ass. I'm like, oh shit, I'll do a behind the scenes. And I'll hold my camera there and be like, eh, look, there's my figure standing there with lights. He actually, you can tell, like he had a vision for the behind the scenes. Not only does he have a vision for the shot, he knows how to tell the behind the scenes stories in an engaging way. And that has helped him really start to explode with pop culture sites and sites that aren't just about toys or collecting or toy photography yeah yeah but this shot here of the of the chicken walker from mando is, is just fucking beautiful yeah I mean, this is toy photography artwork yeah i mean just the the lighting the way that he catches the the, the rain effect in the the light shining from the the atst I mean, it was just really perfectly done. So I mean, and it's, he it's, he did a BTS on this. I always, I mean, you got to follow Black Series because he for the the quality shots he produces, he provides great behind the scenes. And all the t- most of the times you're sitting there going like, that's all he did to get that. <laughs> that's all he had to do to to get that. My God, is he a genius? Because I believe he shot this one at night. Yep. With one light. And what, maybe, maybe like a hose or some water? Yeah, he had a spray bottle that he was just spraying in the air. And then he had the, like a loom, like some sort of red light. I don't know if it was a loom cube or not, but like a a red light that he put inside of the ATST. Exactly. So pretty much everything you see here is practical, obviously with some uh, post-processing to just to enhance the image. But it's just, the dude puts out art, like it's, it's full on, it's, it's, it's transitioned from toy photography to artwork. Yeah, it's 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 fucking crazy. So at BLKSRS on Instagram, if you are a listener of the show or a follower of the show and you're not 
following uh black series if you're not following zay please do give him a follow because it is a yeah, like an incredible what, what, what the hell's happened to our pr rep like why aren't we lining up black series one six shooter super scoundrel Whoa. plastic action called the fuck out spencer come on spencer <laughs> uh, you know congratulations I, on finishing school i know you had the rap i'm just no, busting just, his balls <laughs> i know what he's doing no spencer is and, and he's and, hard and, at work and i know that and, he's trying right. to get a lot of you know he, he really wants to try to get the yeah he wants to get the big time guest but i think he's finally figuring out that that's not going to happen hard. until it's, we're we're somewhat I mean, big it's time hard when you have you know i mean we have roughly you know we get we get a decent number of downloads per month and we almost have ten thousand followers on instagram which is nice but like it's hard to get guests of of high caliber when you have fifty thousand pod, podcast downloads right. a month like you, right. you know it's it's not easy to get people uh that have a, a following and that have yeah, so you know, I, I, he's a, a i think he's IMDb. learned that and, and, and that's good but i i have told him you know let's let's get back let's get the community back on here like, it, it, we're not going to get the big big boys and girls from star wars and that's fine so let's start bringing bringing some of these people that you know can share their experience share some tips and and i can bust their balls about their star wars fandom yeah. Because let's be real, anyone in the community, how many fucking toy photography podcasts have, have popped up since Nick and I started talking about toy photography? I was going to say, man, we started doing this, what, I mean, well, fuck, I mean, really focusing on toy photography, we started doing this like two and a half years ago. 2018. 2018, yeah. And I believe we were one of the first to have someone like a Sir Dork on as, as an interview, and then this account started doing it now this just random person i mean i it's gotten to the point where they're like hey i want to do a toy photography podcast what do you need to do it's like oh god yeah <laughs> it's like man, like what you I gotta mean, do is immerse yourself in the community and you know really build a following that is around that yeah yeah in the end we're we are a star wars podcast and, and, and fan podcasts first and foremost yeah i fucking love the toys i love the photography that just got kind of looped in uh before we became full-on swts we just talked star wars yeah. period shows were a lot shorter too that way yeah <laughs> I mean, the shows we were three, three nick and, and i and used to do when, when we'd hit an hour we'd be like woo it's like man, man we got an hour show. today yeah. damn yeah but, now three hours is normal four hours isn't that big of a shock anymore I feel like they're getting too long and people tune out, but I, I know you serious fans, you hardcores that show up for the lives, you seem to uh, appreciate our white noise in the background. I know you can't pay attention for <laughs> the, the whole, whole three thing, or four yeah. hours, but we, we it does sound like we have become background working music for a lot of people, and I, I, I appreciate that, but it can always be more. There it can go. always be more, All for right, me at least. So. <laughs> Beautiful stuff from at BLKSRS right. on Instagram. Not so that, yeah, not that he follow. needs our little show to promote his work, but my God, the guy yeah. has blown up. Yeah. Oh, look. This was so there the it is. one. The, the Keanu. Yeah, because Nick kind of cut me off, but I, I've been like, saying there's been a lot of fan casting for Keanu Reeves as Revan. And lo and behold, I, I I knew the shot was in there, but I forgot that Nick picked at Darth Collector. Yes. Uh, but at Darth Collector gave us a, it looks like he took a 1-6 John Wick head. That's what I was going to ask. And, and probably dropped it on, you know, I'm guessing the Anakin body. Uh, styled you up can a, see a, the hand. Yeah, it does kind of look like Anakin because of the, the gloved hand. Yeah, there's a glove on it. But either way, I mean, that's a damn good looking uh, fan cast Darth Keanu Revan. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, just look at this shot. I mean, Darth Collector 
not only, I mean, yes, the head sculpt of the John Wick to, to, to bring to life the Keanu Revan was perfect, but like the, the post-processing done to make that lightsaber look gnarly, the, the bokeh effect that he added in and post as well, more than likely, and just like getting that close-up, in-your-face, evil fucking yeah, Keanu it's a, it's Reeves. It's a good, angry yeah. Keanu look. Like, yeah. it's a great sculpt for making this kind of fan mash, fan cast And then, like, the, the job he did, again, on the eyes, like, giving him those those right. red-orange Sith eyes yep. was, was yep. fantastic. I mean, um, I would fucking love to see Keanu. I mean, and I'll say, too, like, Keanu has a very... Um, a very high regard, a lot of reverence for Japanese culture, samurai culture, and you know stuff like that. So, well, he I, is, isn't he? Isn't one of his parents? I think Japanese? His, one of his parents is Japanese. Yeah. So I, I think that if he was presented with an opportunity to to, to play like a like a Jedi or a Sith yeah, character, I mean, Star Keanu Wars, to me, he's it. one of the actors of my lifetime. Like he's yeah. he's a guy I will I'll always love this guy because I've been watching him since I was a little kid. Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking love Bill and Ted. Love Speed. I, I I mean, obviously the Matrix. I fucking love this guy. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys that like I'll go see whatever he's in. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he's, he's like an Arnold back in the day, a, a, a Sly, a, a, a Dwayne Johnson these days. Yeah, my God, Mike, listen to this, people. I almost considered rebranding the show last week to the comic book time show <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to say much, but the level of access I'm finding myself at with the comic book movie universe yeah. essentially blows away any of these fuckers that say they have Star Wars sources. I'm talking the shit I have seen for some actively filming dc movies right now would explode people's faces if so it were star wars that's, and that's why I'm like, it's well, like we just need to rebrand to the geek time nerd time something time show yeah we might as we might as well <laughs> ditch the star wars thing because i'm telling you the shit that i have seen and heard from legit sources on some of these comic book movie sets is juicier than any of the major sites, any of the THRs, any of the entertainment weeklies. I mean, I am talking insane access. Yeah. But you remember <laughs> that Kenobi video? And we're like, man, what the fuck's that guy's pretty ballsy. I have that level of access to comic book productions. Yeah. But you know what? We're we chose to be the Star Wars time show, and that's yeah, what oh well, we're, we're fucked. And, and and I'm 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 ignorant like that, so I'm just gonna dig my heels in with this tiny fan base and never have the huge following I want. And oh it shit, is what there it we is. Go. But so um so in the chat, Darth Collector, right, Darth the chat, Collector, join in the show live. So he says yes, he did use the Anakin body Excellent. for this shot Excellent. here. Um and and but yeah, before we went on our Keanu tangent, like <laughs> we were saying, I mean this this shot is just, I mean. It really is a fantastic portrayal of what we could see potentially see in right. a in a you know Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Darth, Darth Collector. Revan. I mean, he he always kinds of jazzes up the shots, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. like makes it, more than just a portrait. Like you know, I think the last time we featured him, he did that basically recreated the, the the vader scene from the end of Revenge of the Sith, right? Yes, yes, I think that was it. So. Yeah, the the one where he's on the table. 
think that was it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan of at Darth Collector. So really like this this figure mashup. Like I said, the the fan casted Keanu as Darth Revan clearly works very well. Helmet or no helmet. Yes, 100 percent. So thank you at Darth Cro- Collector for this fantastic portrayal of Keanu Reeves as Darth Revan. Um, next up, we have at Kenobi one T.O. on Instagram, and he's got I mean, I don't know if this is like a, this almost looks like a mint complete kind of shot. Like what we see yep. is the the Millennium Falcon just fucking zooming through hyperspace. You that's get a the, Lego, by the way. Do that's you know Lego. That? OK, I was yeah. looking at it a little bit and I was like, I could t- I could see some of like the little Lego things on. It. I was like, but man. This looks way too I know, good Nick, to be I mean, Lego. That, that makes me seem like I'm I'm really smart and can analyze this shit. I I I've shared this. I featured it, and I just now realized it was Lego. <laughs> Dude, I like because I so it that, doesn't that just look speaks like volumes. It. Yeah, I mean it's fucking incredible the level of detail that Kenobi wow. One's been able to put into this piece here. And I know that we've featured him before, but it, it doesn't seem like Kenobi One posts all that much. No, he he, he slowed down uh, tremendously. Like I, I believe this is a shot from March or maybe even later. Yeah, this is from uh, March. So, you know, yeah. I mean, sometimes the hobby wears you out, especially if you're you don't feel like you're you're getting a following. It can it, it can you definitely go, you know what hurts. fuck this shit. So yeah, but yeah, I just realized that was the Lego Falcon. Yeah, it's, that's, that's how fucking, fucking good the shot is. So you see the the Lego Falcon now that we figured it out, zooming through, uh, you know, through sub light speeds down towards a planet, and then you can see on the flanks of the shots, you see the the, yeah. the panels for two Tie Fighters coming up right behind them. You see two laser bolts coming in towards the Falcon. It is an excellent composition. Yeah, it incredible really action shot here of the Falcon. And I mean, this guy, he really do composite work. If if you get into that, like if you want to get there and and cut images out and put them on different backgrounds and mash them all together. I mean, that's that's a well look. That is a well done composite shot. Hey, look who has joined the live stream. It's someone that I talked about earlier. Oh, perfected chaos. Yeah. The the, the Englishman, my, my buddy Brit. The one that I have convinced to play Outriders and he has already surpassed me within a week when I had it for two weeks because <laughs> he is a dedicated gamer. When when he gets a sniff of a game that he gets addicted to, it's just like, you know, a little hit of crack, a little hit of the H. Yeah. This dude will play it and play it and play it until the cows come home. Until so, it's just hey there, Chaos. Thanks for joining out. in, buddy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining in. And uh, thank you to Kenobi One K E N O B One T O on Instagram. Go give him a follow because I mean I hope that you know he didn't get discouraged with a, with a, a a slow following. He only has 875 followers now, only 28 posts. So show this guy some love because the the amount of of talent that we see in the few shots yeah, that he's put out is, is very good. He's He's very good. At and I can tell hobby. you now, and it, and Nick probably knows too, but being a consistent poster on Instagram is more important now than ever if you do want to grow a following. Yes. I don't, I post maybe once or twice a week now and I've just, my, my account's essentially dead and it's fine. I don't really care that much anymore. I like just posting when I want to. I, I, I try not to post during the the generic tap session, even though I did last night just to make myself feel good and get mm-hmm. a couple hundred likes. But, uh, you do like, it's so clear now if you do not post on a regular schedule, 
your reach will be worse than it's ever been before on Instagram. Yeah, so. you, you really do Yay. have to, to to maintain consistency now. Because yeah, it's you, just, need, you need posts and you need interaction from the same people every single day. That's what tells the algorithm to start sharing your work yeah, more. Yeah, to like spread it, to, to right. seed you throughout the, the Instagram verse. But Well, our, our, our last one here that Nick went with yeah. doesn't, doesn't need yeah. any of that shit on Instagram because he, he goes viral as fuck, and there's a reason for that. It's because he creates some of the sickest vector art the, in the yeah. galaxy. And that's our boy, one of our mods, one of the wrench bros. The wrench at bros. At super underscore scoundrel. Yes, exactly. At super underscore scoundrel, bringing us the fantastic spot on Praetorian Guard from The Last Jedi. And I mean, Man, know, this is an Imperial Guard. This is Imperial. I thought this was, oh no, the Praetorian Guards have different helmets, right? Yeah, he just, he's got them uh, in a, a different style up. Because what it sounds like, and, and Devin, if you're still listening, I think he almost bases some of this, maybe the posing, off of cosplayers, maybe? Okay, yeah. Is that right, Devin? Do you sometimes use cosplay models to at least set your pose and potentially the armor? Or this shot here, bud, did you cook up this color scheme on your own? I, I'm telling, like, the I, reason... I think you got confused, Nick, because of the weapon. That, the, that looks the more weapon like a... Pre- and, yeah, like, I feel like the... Maybe maybe I did see some some art somewhere. Oh, he's done pra- he's done a Praetorian Praetor- guard. Yeah, of and, Praetorian. And we've probably and like, featured it. The black is what kind of threw me off a yeah. little bit, like because it definitely isn't like, the Imperial guards that you see in the movies. But like the weapon and then like the 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 new armor he put on this thing is just it makes it pop so much because if you remember like Imperial guards in you know the original trilogy, yeah, they look cool. They're all red and. They had their didn't little do dick shit. Staff, like literally yeah. nothing. They didn't even move. Like they just stood there by the fucking elevator. And then they like they disappeared behind the elevator. That was it. Yeah, like they just, and that like, was it. They slowly walked away like that that meme of Homer like inching into that 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 hedgerow yeah, right hedge. where he just like slowly sucks. Yeah, in. they like, saw I the lightsabers ignite and they were like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit. Yeah. So <laughs> Devin said he he, he uses, he uses cosplayers as, as models a lot. Yeah. No. I mean, but you can see because the realistic body type that he hits on these, and then just right. like the like you said, the the difference in what you would see in an Imperial Guard in the movies. Well, we've seen here. all red Imperial Guards. Yes. Us collectors, and maybe I think this might have come from the EU, but there's been all black Imperial Guards. So now to get the mix, I think it's the best. It, it yeah. kind of breaks up that that shock of all just one stark color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I do I like having that you know, like the, the the black face mask and chest paint, but the chest plate and then the helmet's red to really get some contrast going there yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a standard beautiful piece from super scoundrel i mean and and nick this is another thing unless you collect the figures this is what their armor looks like when they don't have their bathrobes on okay so this is actually a better portrayal right because i mean you could even get a generic black series imperial guard and if you peel back his robes he's got that body armor yeah you know he's got the shin armor on they are pretty decked out underneath the robes i just i love how Devin can catch these reflections like and you have to realize if you're looking at this he does this all in like like vector art programs yeah real ass paint he he draws a bunch of fucking lines right like this bunch of lines and then has to color it in somehow to make it look like real light is reacting to the surfaces. Yeah, like those those reflections on the top of the helmet 
like the like the yeah. the, the the little bits of flare that you're getting off the edge of these blades everything like that like uh, everywhere where light plays is where it's, super it's scoundrel goes it's, in to these like adobe illustrator brain, photoshop something like right. that and does you look at this my brain wouldn't even be able to, to to draw the straight line for the fucking staff yeah it's just beautiful so it's like it, people like Devin. i i swear to god they they've made some sort of deal with with an entity yeah <laughs> be it the universe universe the force the devil whatever you want to call it to be able to do this shit with their fucking hands and minds it, it just it's never going to make sense to me yeah any any art artist at the top it could be art it could be programming because i do consider programming to be an art form it's kind of the same thing if you are not wired to do it you can practice as much as you want. You may get good. You're never going to be great or excellent or, or beyond that. You might just be average. <laughs> uh, clearly, at Super Scoundrel knows what he's doing with this stuff. Indeed. And the day he gets that big-ass, glossy coffee table book out, we will review it on the show. Indeed. Indeed. So that's the end of our top five for this week. Thank you, Super Scoundrel, and all of our other top five members for submitting some incredible pieces of art this week. Um, but that's the end of the top five. That's the end of the show. And then, uh, Matt, you take us home. Take well, us to the I end. was going to take us home, but whoever codes this website puts interstitial ads on it. So when I clicked oh, on the no. homepage, a fucking pop-up came up. What a oh, dick. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that asshole trying to make a half a penny? <laughs> it's me, by the way. All right, people, as Nick said, it is time to put E158 to bed. Hot damn, a three-hour show. I did not see that coming, but I think we had some fun on this 420. We did the which Star Wars characters would get down with the 420. I thought that was interesting. We had the fans join in through the live stream. So, if you want to get in on this shit show, Tuesdays, YouTube.com, search for Star Wars Time Show, or... As we like to do at the end of a cast, we like to shimmy and shake and bounce our way over to StarWarsTime.net. I'm working on a new jingle. <laughs> StarWarsTime.net. Uh, but once you get here, this is our home base, right? This is where most of our topics will be found throughout the week. Uh, you, you can read them. Not that we write really well, but you can read something or at least look at pictures and try to guess what the words are about. It doesn't matter to us because we will be talking about them on the podcast every Tuesday live on YouTube. Or if you prefer not to look at our ugly faces, you can always catch new episodes on Wednesdays across all the important podcast platforms. We know there are more, but we know these are the best. So these are the ones that we live on. So like I said, StarWarsTime.net. Say it with me. Play patty cake with your kids. StarWarsTime.net. It's easy, right? Head on over there. You can find all the links you need to find. Follow us on the socials, Instagram. I don't even like saying it anymore, but Facebook, I guess we're over there. Who gives a shit? Facebook is the cancer of society. I wish it would die, but I digress. StarWarsTime.net. Say it one more time, people, because there's always time for Star Wars time. Clearly there is when two bozos have now produced 158 episodes after two years of existence. If you want to count our back catalog, we are probably close to thousands. And why? Well, we just told you why. There's always time for Star Wars time. And you, if you listen, to the Star Wars Time show, 
the force will be with you. All of you, that is. Always. Always.